Hello. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Is this uh, Robin Williams, Martin Ferretti? Holy mackerel. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. That's right. Heck yeah. God, we're old that we remember that. That's an oldie but a goodie. Hey, you know, I uh, I came on here early because I'm a good boy, so I wanted to make sure everything worked, right? Nice. We're professional, right? This is not like, uh, you know, like Geek Brunch where everyone shows up late to record. Wow. Right? We're on, Two minutes we're on time. Out. We're on time every time. And I realized it said the last time we talked was January 22nd. That's a month ago. You know, that is how you know you're getting old. Where it just feels like yesterday, but it was a month ago. Well, let's not forget you're you have you have a lot of balls that you're juggling up in the air. So a month to a month to me, I'm sure feels like a few days to you. It, it does. That's what right. I'm saying. I feel like we talked last week, and it's been a month. Right. Time's not on a, a line for you. No, that, time is like a spiral. Yeah, it's ever surrounding. That's right. All encompassing. There you go. If I've learned nothing from Nerdy Legion, I've learned uh-huh. the concept of time for one Martin Ferretti. Yes, it does not exist. Right. See? No one believes me. They'll, they'll believe me one day. I know. They'll believe me one day. What they're not going to believe is, number one, we have a show docket for tonight. Oh, damn. We have show notes. Number two, we're talking comic books. Unreal. And... And that isn't on the docket that I'm going to throw in. Yes. And I'll start off the conversation. Oh, Martin, Freddie, have you been into a movie theater? I have not. Since this (laughs) wonderful pandemic. I have not. Have you? Well, I mean, my situation and your situation, very different. I have somebody. That's true. I have somebody who has pre-existing conditions and in turn, because she can't go out. I can't go out without a mask, so I have to be uber protective. Do I want to go see a movie? Did I want to see my favorite comic book superhero in his movie? What? I don't even know who that is. Um, (laughs) That still, just this weekend, I went to see, I'm like, that thing's got to be available to rent at this point. Come on now. No, it's probably still in theaters. It is. So I (laughs) I went to look, and... The aggregate score is still like 98%. So I showed it to Julie, the cruise director, yesterday. And I was like, usually these movies start off at 100%. Mm, And then by opening weekend, it'll drop down to 95, 90. And I'm like, look at this, that mother effer. It's still at 90%. So my question to you is, your favorite superhero (laughs) is coming out with a new film. With a very uh, glittery vampire. Yeah, yes. Will Martin Ferretti go commando? Go masked? Will he wait <laughs> for this to show up in his house? No. The listeners need to know these things. No, he will is he not go, doing that. Will he go sneakily at a, a matinee at 11 o'clock on a Thursday? <laughs> Where, I mean, let's let's be honest. You go on a matinee on a weekday. How busy is that theater really going to be? Really? That's true. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, if anything, let, let's just throw out the Nerdy Legion motto uh, 14.A. If Nerdy Legion is anything, we follow the science. We do. 
I will tell you this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. I am taking off that day from work. Oh, I like it. Okay. Um, I have already purchased movie tickets. Yes. And, and when I'm does it come out? See, I'm so out of the loop. So, Is it like premiering like Wednesday night at midnight so you could get a Thursday after matinee ticket? Like no, what's no. the procedure? No. Well, I mean, I don't know about anywhere else, but around here it premieres on that Thursday. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So when's your ticket? Are you going to be going on the weekend? Like what's the feeling? You're dipping your toe in for the first time. Where where are we going here? Because so, I will tell you the land of Lincoln. Uh-huh. Uh, the big mayor of Chicago, all these elected political officials, they were really hard on the lockdown. They were, you know, doing this for the best of blah, 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 blah. And I get it. Hey, like I said, Nerdy Legion, we follow the science. That's right. Omicron, 70% of the people are covered. I mean, that's good science. Yeah. And guess what? If you're, if you don't have a pre-existing condition, do I think you guys can go out? Absolutely. For sure. Go ahead. Rock and roll. Yeah. I wish, yeah. I, I'm jealous. Let, my, I, sh- my, my shot's got a shot. Right. Exactly. Your booster's boosting. It's That's doing right. everything it's supposed to be doing. And I got like booster gold. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. So some stuff that I say out of my mouth, it might sound like I'm, I'm thumbing my nose. I'm shaking my head. Like, why are you doing that? Mm. But really, honestly, when it comes down to it, am I jealous? And I'm showing my hand there? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. I want to go see a movie. I want to go out to eat and do stuff. But I, I'm still 24-7 masking. But the land of Lincoln? Oh, those masks are gone, baby. Let's do this. Well, you know, I live in the land of freedom. You Good old it. South Carolina. We don't believe I- in rules. I'm guessing, I'm guessing even in the month since we last talked, things have completely done a 180. Yeah, look, there's no mandatory nothing here. Okay? There you go. It's suggested. Go. Suggested. Right, right. For the safety of our patrons, mm-hmm. it's suggested you wear a mask, but you do what you want. Right. It's a free country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't we're worry. not in Canada, don't worry we're not about in Canada those... here. Okay. We don't, we don't, don't freeze bank accounts. $10 an hour employees that are working at that establishment. Don't worry about them. You mean the heroes? Well, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing so so i got what tickets yeah. i got tickets for thursday i got tickets for three o'clock and for seven o'clock oh uh-huh uh-huh because uh, no one wants to go see this movie with me what yeah my wife doesn't want to go kids don't want to go so i'm going by my goddamn self that's okay dang i don't mind can i throw out one thing to you yeah Regarding Throughout this, all the things, I still want to go back. I want to hear. I want to hear how you're feeling going into this. I, I want. I want to hear about this. Whether you have any trepidation, uh, trepidation or not, but the trailers. I don't know how many you've seen. All of have them. you? Have you seen the brand new one that that uh, premiered no. like a week ago? Uh, well, I don't even know. They're all like basically the same. Uh, not really. The you're one about that the one with all the explosions. The one that came out around the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Okay, good. Because that, that's the last one I've seen. I think this have, is like another new one. Have you noticed from the big, from the first tr- teaser to the, I think it was the first and second trailer, not this one, but the first and second, those three up until this last one, they had the Bane problem. Oh, yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, this brand new one, because at first, I and I mean, I think we even talked about it. I know I talked about it with Julie, the cruise director. I'm like, I need subtitles. And I find <laughs> with a lot of like early trailers, especially action filled trailers, they muffle the voices so much to raise up the music and the explosions and stuff. Yeah. But my God, was the Riddler. Like I couldn't even understand a damn word he was saying, and I know it isn't because of my old man ears. It's I mean, just, it could they, be. but they wanted to put an effect on his voice, and I don't think hell. Maybe it was my sound bar, maybe it was my setup. I don't know, but I heard it on two different TVs and different ways, not just like a YouTube clip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this last trailer, I'm like, damn, I can hear everything perfectly. I mean, it's still muffled, but I, I'm sure that's what they're going for, to disguise the voice. I get it. I understand. I guess. Listen, I don't care. I just want to see the goddamn movie. I know you do. So what What are the feelings? Are you excited? First, how are the feelings going back into a theater? And then talk about oh, anticipation of seeing the film. I don't, uh, I don't foresee there being a lot of people in the theater, to be honest. Even at seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... You don't think Robert Patterson Patterson can pull in people? No. Um, Wow, interessante. So I haven't been – the last movie that I went to see Mm -hmm. was the last movie before all theaters shut down for the pandemic. You mean that that ultimate classic film? Yes, Bloodshot. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Which which I also purchased and have seen – Several times since. Of course you did your part, Freddy. That's right. Um, so that's the last film that I went to see. Nice. So my my assumption is I'm going to go see the Batman, and then the next day they're going to shut down all movie theaters again. Oh, no. That's no, what they, I think is going to happen. Will they at least shut it down after you see the 7 o'clock showing so you got two shows in? I mean, you know, if they're refund me the ticket, I'll be good with that. Well, I just want to – I need to see it at least one time. Yeah, can't blame you. Because we've talked about this. I have a tiny little tiny super baby TV, a 55 inch, a super tiny, and I hate watching anything on it. Um, and so, uh, so I need to see it in, in, in a, in a man size screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. A grown up man screen. Right. Right. Is that I'm not, 55? I'm, uh, is that 4K as well? It is not. What? DJ. To, so listen, we need I to said, talk about listen, this too. Hold on, hold on, Mark. DJ. <laughs> Help your boy Martino out. Give him a suggestion. He Listen. doesn't need a TV to fill the wall. Hold on, Martin. Obviously, <laughs> you, have a, you have a podcast in a month. This is what we do on Nerdy Legion. DJ, he doesn't need a TV. No, no matter what he says, he doesn't need a TV to fill up a whole wall. Just I do. Him, no, he doesn't. He says he does. He doesn't. Just give him, like, three suggestions. I mean, I'm not asking for, like, links. <laughs> send him a DM. Can't you hear your boys hurting? He, he's not 4K. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, back to the podcast. Wait, wait, so wait, there's a story that behind there though, because oh. I was going to buy a TV. Oh, oh. But, you know, I've been having all these issues at the house with the plumbing. <laughs> yes. And so I had to pay six grand to get a new drain field installed and then two grand to do the plumbing to get it set up. Okay. Cause it was like a separate plumbing issue. So I spent like eight grand in the past two weeks on shit. I don't care about. Wow. I guess there goes all your, uh, 
convention, comic convention money for the last two years of pandemic. Gone. No, 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 in, no. See, in one week, gone. See, I already did my preemptive strike because the Baron texted about some convention in, in Missouri oh. that uh, that Cullen Bunn's putting on. Oh, nice. So I was like, ah, oh, interesting. So I immediately applied for a new Amex card. Uh-oh. And it came in the mail this past week. Uh-oh. So, so that Amex card is ready, baby. All right. I like the Pre- sound of preferred, that. Amex preferred, baby. <laughs> I'm platinum, baby. They're like, this douchebag spends all his money. Just give him the best card he got. <laughs> Anything that says comic purchase on there, any, any business <laughs> that's a comic book related business, just immediately approve that. That's right. I also have an Amex uh, preferred business customer card, even though I don't have a business. Amex Black. Uh, it is black, yes. Yeah. Because uh, I was on Amazon, and they're like, oh, hey, uh, applied for this uh, MX business card and uh, and get like $100 off. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> you mean the price of this omnibus? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I got the uh, MX preferred business customer class card. Um, that, that card has got like a ridiculous spending limit. So... Um, so I got that. Oh, and it's metal too, which is nice. Ooh, that's sweet. I've you know? seen those. Yeah, those are sweet. Yeah. It's like, it's even sweeter it's one than of those, the Apple it's one card. Of those it's credit black. card that you, I can't really blame the person if they, well, you know me, I'm a fancy lad. If they pulled out a handkerchief after using it and wiped it down oh, just to get the yeah. fingerprints off of it, I wouldn't even be like, oh, come on, you prick. I, 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 <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's metal. I get it. You know, it'd be funny. I thought about this. I should go to like the QT and buy like a stick of Wrigley's gum mm-hmm. with this MX card that weighs more than the gum. You know what I mean? No, you should get a beef stick because you know they have some Ooh. weird like off-brand beef, beef stick, not just a yes. slim chip. And yes. be like, how much is that? A dollar nineteen. Put it. <laughs> Do you take Amex preferred black customer card? <laughs> <laughs> so good so deep, uh, but so good but when you save that hundred dollars this is the part mm-hmm. that even if you don't remember i need you to make one up yeah, yeah, yeah. what omnibus did you get for free with that hundred buck off i don't even remember what i bought man. come on i just said make <laughs> one up what was the last one you bought come on um the legionnaires need to know i don't let me look through my history here hell yeah <laughs> Where's my history? Is it account? <laughs> yeah. How this works? Your orders. Come on. All right, here we go. If this, just to let you know, and this is the stupid thing, and this might lead us right into our next topic. And I still have to go, but we we have to go back to your uh, movie experience. Oh, oh, I know what I bought. I bought that uh, Spawn Compendium too. There we go. I knew it was yeah. something. Good. Yeah, I knew it was something good. Oh yeah. But I was gonna say it. It's so much easier to go and find your previously purchased stuff on Amazon than it is to find a comiXology section or button to press. Oh, look, look, I'm such an idiot because I got the companion for free. I also bought a video doorbell. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> then God, when it comes to it, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt as much when, when the wife is like, what? You just bought comics? No, I got a video doorbell for us. Of course we need that. Yeah, yeah, that was our, our present from me to us. Sorry. Uh, baby, do you not want me to protect our daughters? 
I thought yeah, this come was, on. And just ask me how much that is. That's right. <laughs> oh, and by the way, look at this cool metal card that I just got. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then you just walk away because some mic drop. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's too funny. You know, tomorrow's my anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah, ninth anniversary. Dang. Hot yeah. dog. Hot dog indeed. Special? Um, no. <laughs> Other than going to work. I'm going to work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is I'll probably go out, to, go out to eat, I guess. Flowers? No, I did that for Valentine's Day. That's, that's, that's enough. Valentine's Day is not anniversary. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, woman, no. that woman's a saint. She deserves something, damn it. I mean, for putting up with me, you're goddamn right. Even if you bought something after we got done talking and sent her the receipt of like, yeah, sorry, this isn't coming tomorrow for the anniversary. They wink, wink. They delayed it. But mm. here's here's what's coming. Here's what's coming. Instead of I didn't think about it until the day before. Ah, yes. Yeah. No, uh, I did order some stuff. So the ninth yeah. anniversary is the pottery anniversary. Oh. So I got her a handmade uh, anniversary card. Nice. Made out of ceramic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I got her a uh, ninth anniversary coffee mug. Dang. It says, after nine years, there's no one else I would rather have snoring loud as fuck beside me. <laughs> that's perfect. Perfect. And then, you know, she's a, she's a true crime person. Yes. And also, I don't know if you know this, we haven't talked about this in many oh. years probably, oh. but my wife likes to wear all my shirts. Oh, yeah. So she, so I got her a shirt that says, nine years in, and I haven't killed him yet. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as far as what we're doing, I don't know, I probably got to dinner or something, I don't know, whatever. I thought you were going to get her one of her famous needlepoint things. <laughs> yes, her favorites. <laughs> I'm going to get her some crocheting stuff. Yes, because I yes. know she likes the, like, either the coffee mug or the shirt saying in needlepoint. That would mm. be right up her alley. She does like the needlepoint. That's true. Yeah. We have, we have a, a nice collection of needlepoint things. Uh, my Maybe favorite being, uh, y'all go make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a classic. It's classic. Number um, one hit. I would recommend sitting down, putting on HBO Max and watching the Great British Pottery Throwdown. Oh my. And then, well, if she wants to do that with me, she could do that during her anniversary night with me because I'll happily watch that show again. And then when Judge Keith starts crying over <laughs> how wonderful the pottery is. You know who's going to have a couple tears rolling down their face? Mm. Your, your boy. Your boy what's right here. I was going to say, not my wife. <laughs> oh, no, it'd be me. Like, she'd be like, this is how I'm spending my anniversary, giving him, like, a supportive <laughs> hug. What the hell? you like, oh, that chef can't kill me I don't even know who this person is. Who's oh. Chef Keith? Oh, Judge Keith. Sorry. Oh, Judge chef. Keith. It's, it's a pottery. It's a pottery competition. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But HBO Max, highly recommend. Three seasons on HBO Max. Highly mm, recommend. Very good. But get HBO back to Max. the movie situation. Oh, movies, yes. What, uh, how, how are you feeling going back to the theater? Are yeah, you ex- I would fine. be excited, to be honest with you. I would love to see a big ass movie especially a batman film mm. uh you know living in the land of freedom That's true. um 
that is the good old South, uh, I feel great. It's like nothing's ever happened here before. You know what I mean? Good. Just, there's there's been no pandemics uh wars don't affect us you know economic downturns pfft, this is land of freedom baby that's true so uh, i'm true. gonna go i'm gonna go in that movie theater in uh, my banana hammock mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh and watch this the batman now do you think this is going to pop your cherry that all of a sudden whenever anything comes out you'll be like hell yeah we gotta go like, are you going to be back on board with the movie-going experience? It's been so long for me, I don't have that drive anymore. Especially oh, I when see. I see these films coming out for rental in, like, six weeks after they premiere. I'm not talking yeah. Spider-Man. I'm talking, like, non-huge blockbusters. Mm. Like, all of these movies that got nominated for Academy Awards, they're all going to be on HBO, or I can rent them for five ninety nine. You mean like uh, 2022's number one hit, uh, Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City? <laughs> um, no, no, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I think I, I was in theaters a, for like a week. Exactly. I did hear a podcast where a huge Resident Evil fan was sitting. He's in San Francisco. He's sitting watching it, and he goes, the first 10 minutes, they're discussing or showing Leon. Uh-huh. And he's like, he goes, that's not my Leon up on the screen. And he got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think it's going to pop my cherry at all, man. I just, I want to see this movie in the big screen. Yeah, I get you know it. What I mean? I totally get it, yeah. Um, And, like, it's Batman, so I have to. Like, yeah. Doctor Strange, I'm good waiting until it's in Disney+. Plus. You know what I mean? But that Doctor Strange looks good. It does look good. It looks real good. <laughs> it looks real good. Yeah. But uh, but I'm not like a big Strange fan, you know what I mean? So like, whatever. I can yeah. wait. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're, well, same with the last Spider-Man. They're touching in what we always love, buddy. Finally. We've been talking about this for how long? How long have we been talking Nerdy Legion? Over five years. Oh, yeah, for sure. How many times have we brought up Elseworlds and mm-hmm. the multiverse? Like, we're here, dude. Oh, well, yeah. And, you this know, is, this I, is even I, bigger than I never thought in, in my entire life I'd see the Avengers up on the big screen. Like, this is way beyond that. Like, this is stuff that, like, this is C-level things that are up on the big screen. Full right. movies. Like, they're doing niches of stuff. And I remember when we were talking about uh, The Dream and Justice League. And we're like, could they be doing Elseworld with mm. DC? And I don't know if DC will, but it was exciting to see that, you know, 30 seconds in Justice League. Well, and I think we both, uh, it might have been our favorite episode on that What If series, too. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Strange one. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, I might have to suck it up and buy a big TV by then. I don't know. When's that come out? DJ, get in. Get in here. <laughs> get come in on. here, DJ. Come on. Brightside Podcast. Come on. I had to send them uh, some, uh, some mail call. Hell yeah. Because they didn't know who Mero was. What kind of show is this? I thought this was, this was part of the Nerdy Legion. Okay? It's not part of the Rookie Legion. Okay? You don't know who Mero is? Come listen, on, bros. Listen, John has to read like 3,000 <laughs> comic books to be up on when idiots come into the store and like, have you read blah, blah, blah. He has to read this crap. You think he can go back and read Marrow? Come on. Yes. 
Come on. Go back and read me. I mean, what a great mutant power to throw your bones at people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the story of my high school career. <laughs> Except you're throwing like chicken bones at people. I mean, sure. That's what you want to call it. Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, <laughs> Nerdy Legion, thank you for joining us. Uh, gross. Right, well, at least we found a title, throwing chicken bones at them. Gross. Oh, uh, man, that quickly turned. Yeah, welcome to the show. Oh, gross. It's almost like you've never been on the show before, it's Nick. been a long time. Been a while. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be there. That's so a cool. national holiday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I um, love it. Yeah. Is it assigned seats where you're going? Yeah, yeah, general yeah. admission? Okay. No, everything's assigned seats now. That's cool. Yeah. And I think, like, they automatically do, like, the one seat in between if you get, like, a single seat. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But, gotcha. like, if you're yeah. with somebody, you can buy, like, a seat next to you. Ah. hmm I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Did but you I'm see, by myself, oh, so it don't matter. films that quickly come to streaming services, mm-hmm. did you see that the new Guillermo del Toro film is on Hulu and HBO? Oh, yeah. Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Like, two weeks ago, it, it premiered. I didn't even know it was coming out in theaters. Oh yeah, it came out in theaters a little while ago, oh, but not that not that long ago. I think it was like January or something. Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah no idea. I uh, I wanted to see it because I love Guillermo del Toro. Same here. Um, but then I was watching the um, like HBO first look on it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like something I'd like. There's a lot of Hollywood in that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's based yeah. on a novel, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he wins an Academy Award. Guess what? Everybody wants to be in that movie. Oh, yeah, I get that, but and Hollywood nominated it, I think, a couple times for an Academy Award. So obviously, Hollywood loves him. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I like his fantasy stuff, so I don't know. It's it's on my queue, but uh, actually, I was talking to somebody uh, earlier. They're like, recommend me some movies, and I'm like. Oh man, like that's tough. Like there's not really any good movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have a few that I'm looking forward to seeing, but they're not yet on services. Mm. It was one of those when the Academy Awards got nominated. I'm like, what's that? What is that? And I went and read a synopsis of it. Not critical review. You know, I don't do that, but just the synopsis. And I'm like, all right, that's enough for me to like, all right, I got that's on the radar now. Drive my car. You're on my radar now. Oh, that's a movie? Yep. Is that the sequel to Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, how did you know? <laughs> we found it! Now drive my car! <laughs> oh, it's a Japanese film. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't watched many movies, man. I watched, like, The Last Duel and, uh... Oh, dude. You want to talk? Oh. You want to talk? Oh, about oh I duel? forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot you told me to watch it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it was weird too because uh, so when I was talking to this person earlier about recommending movies, mm-hmm. um, I was like, man, I haven't really seen anything. Like, um, I've just kind of like rewatched some older stuff that I hadn't seen in a while. Like, I just rewatched Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Way better than I remember. Um, it's been mostly like TV shows. But I was ah. like, oh yeah, he's like, I have uh, like that Macbeth movie on my queue and mm-hmm. like, um. Denzel? Uh, yeah, Denzel. Uh, is it Denzel? Yeah, I guess it is Denzel. Um, yeah, it's Francis McDormand and Denzel. And, uh, King, 
King something. King Richard? Yes, Will King Richard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was, was like, on HBO and then exited. It was one of those HBO, like, five-week movies that exited. Ah, uh, yeah. Gotcha. And then it gets nominated for all these awards and it's already off HBO. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing over there? <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, like Dune, man. Yep, yep. Um, I had to buy Dune, by the way. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he told me those movies. And I was like, oh, if you like historical stuff, watch The Last Duel. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I watched The Last Duel. It was awesome. Um, I was watching it with my wife and she fell asleep. Yeah, I get it. And which I get, but it was sure. weird because I, I told Heather, I was like, hey, let's watch The Last Duel. So I put the trailer on. She's like, I don't think that's something I like. I was like, fine. I'll watch it by myself. So I watch it and I'm like, every woman should be watching this movie. Mm-hmm. But like, no woman wants to see it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a sell. It's sort of like Braveheart, you know, it's a great film, but ooh, like there's umpteen things like you look at the runtime or you look at the trailer yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like there's so many things against it, but it's it's the last duel is one of those films and I think I told you. I wish it went on for like 30 more minutes. Mm. And the movie's already like 3 hours long. Yeah, yeah. But wow, it was it was a good Rashomon. It's great. Well done. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I missing? I'm missing people. Uh, the female lead. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I know, I can't either. Sorry, folks. We're talking about women's but, rights and we can't remember the female lead's name. Mm, shame. But boy, does Ben Affleck's character grow. He's not on screen that off, that long. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. by the different tell, the different perspectives of the story, my God, is that a full character by the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, I didn't even recognize him at first. I know. Oh, With I his love it. Dumb blonde hair. Yeah, exactly. So dumb. Jody Comer is her name. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I feel like there are more people I recognize in this. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Great film. Uh, I feel like historical medieval stuff. Uh, highly enjoyed it. It's uh, the same story told in like three different perspectives, right? It's a Rashomon. Yep. Ooh, fancy words, you. Come on, it's Kurosawa. Fancy words, you. If you haven't seen it, come on now. I know, I know, I know. Did you but, watch uh, uh, Nobody when it was on HBO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife oh. and I watched it together. We loved oh, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, um, somebody said something on Twitter the other day about, like, they just want, like, like I just want a fun, like, 90-minute action flick. And I'm like, fucking watch Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. With, uh, uh, what's his name? Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was very good. Very well done. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Five stars, as they say. Yeah, the action's pretty, pretty special. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Rizza is in it? Hell yeah. Uh, what's his name? From Back to the Future's in it? Oh yeah, and Taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Doc. Yeah. God, he looks, he's so old. He's so badass in that movie. <laughs> oh, so good. I, lo- I love when he's, like, chilling in his chair watching TV and, like, at the nursing home, and they come in and check on him, and he's, like, holding the dude, like, underneath him so they can't see him from behind. And he just got mm-hmm. like, a knife through him or whatever. Yeah, nobody was great. Mm. Nobody. How Texas. was your uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, yeah, are we talking about that? I don't know, are we? 
I mean, I can talk about being the Ricardos, but you know. Oh, I want to hear about that. No, I do actually want to hear about that. That was not good. Um, I love Aaron Sorkin. Uh, love his apologist. Love his no, no, no. Love his dialogue. Um, the direction choices were a little head scratchy to me. Uh, the performances were okay. It was just flat. The entire thing, head Mm. to tail, just flat. Even if you like, I've watched all I Love Lucy's multiple times in my childhood. And sure, they cherry pick flashbacks of like famous I Love Lucy scenes and recreate them. Mm. Um, But, and I love the stars. Nicole Kidman, phenomenal actor. Same with Javier Bardem. And all the backup people, phenomenal. It's just, it didn't go anywhere. Like, I already knew Lucille Ball was like a badass. And just didn't take shit from anyone in a time where that was not a woman's role, especially in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But they didn't—they didn't expound on anything. It just, like I said, there was no beginning, middle, end arc. You know, low, high, low, like resolve. There was nothing like that. Hmm. If you want an Amazon Prime film to see, let's go back to our guy. Well, at least my guy, Ben Affleck, The Tender Bar. Really good film. Really quiet, small film, but really, really good. And his performance in it was was pretty good. Yeah. So I would recommend that on Amazon Prime. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that was a movie. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, you saw the trailer? How'd you like the trailer? It looked like 2020. <laughs> <laughs> like every scene... There was the low angle shot, the extreme yes. high angle shot of something dripping. Uh-huh, it was uh-huh. like everything that I've seen in a Bloomhouse film the last 10 years. Mm. And then there's Leatherface and the sound of a chainsaw. Like, okay, like, you know what's really good? Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. That's yeah. a goodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, so I'm going to compare the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. To the book of Boba Fett. Oh, jeez! I want to. I want to hear this. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this one. Um, it was a fun movie to watch. Uh-huh. Um, it was a you know a stereotypical slasher flick. A lot of fun. Tons of gore. Uh-huh. Um, not at all scary. Oh. Uh, and okay, so let me, let me, let what me, about let me caveat shadow, here. What about shadows, tent, building tension? Like, I, I no, get that you no. can have gore and blood, but yeah. was there at all a building element to it? No, no, no. Mm, okay. Um, it's one of those, like, uh, remember in the 90s when, when scary movies were hot? Mm-hmm. Um, and you watch them, but like none of them are really scary. You know what I mean? Like that's why Saw did really well because Saw was like kind of scary, right? Mm-hmm. Same uh, with Scream. Scream wasn't scary. Oh, well, it had tension. Is my yeah, yeah, it had tension. Sure, yeah. but but at the same time, it was it was more like a it was like a fun slasher flick for sure. You know what I mean? Where like people do dumb stereotypical things like run upstairs instead of getting out of the house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or like hiding on their beds instead of running out when the killer's in there. Um, so like, that's what this was. 
And I saw uh, our buddy Andrew Show commented on it because, you know, he loves horror flicks too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I know Mike saw it. Mike said he loved it. Uh, it was like, it was a ton of fun. Don't get me wrong. Was it a good movie? No. Mm-hmm. But like, it's a very watchable movie and I think a very enjoyable movie. Uh, but like, it's not, it's not Texas Chainsaw, right? Like, just because they're in Texas and there's a dude with a chainsaw and he massacres people, does not make it Texas Chainsaw Massacre. True, right? true. Um, it was weird. Like, the setup was weird. Um, cause like, so leather, alright, let me give you this setup. Okay. <laughs> so there's a guy and his fiance and I guess his business partner and her sister. Um, it's a very like weird, like group of people and their relationship is never really explained. Okay. So I know that the guy is, engaged to the girl because at one point they get pulled over by the cops and he says that's his fiance. Mm. I know that the one girl is the other girl's sister because she says it's her sister. But I don't know like how these two people are related aside from the fact that they like maybe work together at some like bank slash real estate investment firm slash I don't know what. Mm. Um but like the girl is like twelve you know what I mean? So like, how did that happen? Um, anyway, so they're, they're driving to Harlow, Texas, um, for some reason. We don't know. We know that the one girl, her grandma is like from that town, apparently. Okay. Um, but they're going there for some reason. And then when they get to the town, you learn the reason. The reason is they bought the whole town. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and they have, um, like a group of investors coming in to like, buy pieces of the town from them and like gentrify this like ghost town. Okay. So it's like a bunch of like rich, like Texas Silicon Valley types mm-hmm. that like get on this bus to go to this ghost town to like live there, hmm. I guess. Okay. All right. Um, and then there's like, you've heard of, you've heard of famous people buying small towns. Oh yeah, sure. Like I think so, Mark Cuban owns like the town next to Dallas or something, right? Yeah, I think um, Willis did the same thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sure, I get it. Uh, but like, what a weird concept, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for this movie. And so they're like checking out the town before the investors get there, and they go in this one house, and like there's somebody still living there, and they're like, "You don't fucking live here." Like we bought the whole town, and she's like. <laughs> Well, I paid all my debt to the bank and I have the title. And they're like, show me the title. And they're like, well, she's like, well, it's somewhere in here. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to look for it. I need to show it to you. It's my fucking house. Um, and then that comes back later because like that lady has a heart attack or something and dies. Right. Mm. And this guy that's like fixing up the town for him is like, Oh, you killed that lady. And he's like, well, it's our fucking house. He's like, show me the title. And like they run to their tour bus and like he doesn't have the title. <laughs> Right. Because oh, he like he forgot it in like whatever the fuck Houston or wherever they're from. Uh Austin. So anyways, so the investors show up and they're having like a party. Uh, but this woman died and it was like an orphanage and like her quote unquote son lives in the house with her and like he he's basically leatherface, I guess. Except here's the weird thing. It's like a sequel to the original movie, right? From seventy three. Wow. So th- yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like fifty years later. But this dude, like, Leatherface can't be in his 70s. Is it a quote-unquote sequel, but you're supposed to, like, oh, that 
the the original happened five years ago or whatever. No, 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 no. Because like when they stop at this gas station, there's like a documentary on about like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that happened in '73. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. Right. And yeah. it's like and it's like 2021. Like they're driving a Tesla. Huh. Okay. So uh, when Leatherface chases them, do they all hop on like scooters and like like state like? Are are they getting away from a seventy five year old Leatherface by like a scooter and a skateboard? Is that what's happening? Because the guy no, has to be seventy five no, years old. No, they're just like running. And 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 here's how I know it's a direct sequel because like this documentary thing, right? It right. Shows up on the TV and they talk about Sally, who's like the only person that survived from the original movie, mm-hmm. and how like she's gone off the grid. And then like eventually you meet Sally, and she's like. Fucking seventy five, right? But but she's she's a Texas Ranger apparently. But Leatherface can't be seventy five. I mean, how could he be? How old was he in the original movie? But he's how's like, he chasing anyone down? Is my point. Uh, plus, he doesn't look like he's seventy five. Of course not. The actor's like thirty five. He looks like uh like Kane from WWE. You know what I mean? Right. Remember Kane? That's what yeah. he looks like. The mayor of a southern town now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so, uh, so Kane starts killing all these rich investors. This sounds like if they took Fire Island uh-huh. and smashed it up into like a hick, uh, inbred town. Mm. Like you want it- a good horror film there. There you go, Mr. Hollywood. Like do that with entitled rich kids. Like we just bought this town up and we're going to put this big fire festival here. And all you dum-dums, get out of this town. We own it now because we're entitled. Mm. Like, I would watch that film. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, not everyone. There's only like the one lady in Leatherface. Well, that's what I want. That's what I'm saying. They kick her <laughs> out and then that that it makes Leatherface go cuckoo again. And he puts on the mask and let's go. Oh, I see. No, well, he goes cuckoo because she has the heart attack. And so they're transporting her to a hospital. Uh, but there's like, was she at like, least 75, 80 years old? So it sort uh, of makes she, sense. She looked like she could have been 70. What the hell's going on here? Anyways, so yeah. they crash and the lady has a heart attack and Leatherface is very sad and he's crying in the back of the police van. Um, and then one of the cops is like, oh, something, something, something. And Leatherface like grabs his hand, breaks it from like the arm and then like jabs the, like the, the arm bones into the dude's neck. That's the first kill. Whoa. Yeah. Anyway, very gory. Like, the, here's the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. When Leatherface starts going crazy and he hops onto the party bus and starts chainsawing everyone in the party bus. Uh-oh. Best scene in the movie. Wow. Yeah. It was like that, uh, you ever seen Train to Busan? Nope. Probably not. Okay. Fantastic Korean zombie flick. Highly recommend it. Okay. Um, there's like all these vicious, gory murder scenes on the train, because a lot of the movie takes place on the train, hence the name. Sure, sure. Um, and it reminds me a little bit of that. Freaking Leatherface is just, like, chainsawing people and, like, jabbing the chainsaw into one guy and, like, running him into another lady. So it's, like, double tag team chainsaw deathmatch. Um, there's, like, a lady that tries to, like, get out the window, and he, like, shuts the window on her and, like, chops her in half with the chainsaw. Um, anyways... And then finally, after like all the hipsters are killed, then Sally shows up to save the day, right? <laughs> uh, like like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Yeah. 
Except she's no Jamie Lee Curtis, so she gets her ass chopped. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for Spoilers. coming back. I forgot about you last time. <laughs> she's like, I've been waiting for this for 50 years. And he's like, cool, chainsaw to the stomach. Um, so, so that was very anticlimactic. Um, and there's like, like the one girl, like the girl's sister is there because like she was involved in like a, a high school, like arm shooting thing, you know, like a Columbine type deal. Mm-hmm. So, and it was so dumb. Cause like at one point she's like talking to this guy that's from the, t- like fixing the town up. And of course he's from Texas. So he has guns. Um, and she's like, Oh, I want to learn how to shoot it. And he's like, you sure? He's like, yeah. So he like gives her a fucking assault rifle. And I look at Heather and I'm like, the first gun you're going to shoot is a fucking assault <laughs> rifle. Um, not just like a marksman rifle. Yeah, well, and not only that, we already know she's been in this freaking Columbine situation. So, like, she goes and pulls the trigger and, like, immediately just, like, basically passes out, right? Because she has flashbacks to, uh, like, people murdered at her high school. So I'm like, what kind of fucking idiot is this? You know what I mean? Um, Anyways, so uh, as I was saying, very fun. she wanted to learn how to shoot. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, very fun movie. Uh, it was not good, but if you, if you, if your rating system involves making a movie good because it's fun, then yes, it's a good movie. If you want to look at this as like a sequel to Texas Chainsaw, it's not a good movie. If you want to look at this as like another installment in like a slasher flick thing, um, it's not a good movie. But again, if you just want to see like people get chopped up and like the bad guy maybe die, but not really because uh, post credit scene uh, spoilers, then uh, it's great. So the quality kill ratio, if that's what you're looking for, this might be a decent movie to watch. Yes. Okay. Heather and I rated this a six out of ten, <laughs> and we laughed the entire time. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. That's how you know you got a good horror flick when you laugh yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That's Texas great. Chainsaw. Interesting. But I mean, it's on Netflix. You know what I mean? So like, uh, it's not even, look, it's not even a full length film. Okay. The, the runtime says an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that includes like all the credits and the post credit scene. So it's not an hour and 30 minutes. Did they? Uh, it's an hour and 15 minutes. Did Netflix? I got to give HBO props because Disney, they don't do this. And I'm curious if Netflix does it when the credits appear, does it immediately minimize and show you the big screen of like up next, or do they keep it full screen because they know we better not pop that into that. We better not minimize that because there's a post credit scene. We'll do that after the post credit scene. Oh yeah. It was weird. So it does that up next thing. Mm-hmm. For like, I don't know, 10 seconds. Right. And then it goes back to full screen. Yeah, I think that's what they do. Yeah. Because you know HBO. Well, well, like Disney, they don't give a shit. As soon as that, as soon as that credits start, they're on to the next thing. So yeah, you yeah, can yeah. easily miss a post-credit scene. HBO, especially when you watch like Deadpool, or not Deadpool, um, Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. That thing doesn't go. That thing doesn't minimize until after the post credit scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like that because that lets me know. Oh shoot, you better fast forward or or just sit tight, listen to some eighties hair metal for the post credit <laughs> scene. 
I was curious if Netflix did it. Yeah, no, it, it did it for a second, then it came back up. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and then after the post credit scene, you go back to that next thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Did I tell you that I'm rushing frantically to watch as, mu- as much of my um, queue as possible? Because with this uh, Netflix, we're going to increase our prices. Uh, Julie, the cruise director, and I had to think long and hard. And mm. think, nope, we're out. Netflix? Oh, uh, yeah. We're out. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hook you up, bro. No, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll hook you up. But it was just one of those, like, and I get they can't do that during the pandemic, and I'm sure they really wanted to since sure. everybody was watching Netflix. Yeah. But as soon as Netflix did it, hey, here comes Amazon just announcing a price. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you guys, come on now. Yeah, but the thing with Amazon is you get the free Prime shipping, though. You do, and that's key. That's why we're not kicking yeah. that out. No way. Yeah, yeah. And then you get like you can get the the Kindle like some like limited like Kindle unlimited plan. Like there's other stuff on on Amazon at least. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. At least they have a little ecosystem involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, not comicsology on it. Like, how how can that not be a simple, seamless process? You know what I should have gotten my wife for an anniversary what? is I should have bought all the seasons of The Office <laughs> instead of paying you know four ninety nine a month for fucking Peacock. You know what well, I mean? Well, she's got to watch that at least six times a year. Come on now. Right. So if I just buy it for her, right? You what know would what I mean? you do? Would you buy it on Amazon or would you buy it through app? Like, what does she usually go through to watch? To watch something like that because she wouldn't want DVDs or blues. so. So great segue. So I got a Apple TV 4K 32 gig. Okay? Oh, that's got to look great on a non 4K TV. Actually, D- DJ. Come on, <laughs> DJ. So let me tell you, I was actually very surprised mm-hmm. because for years, um, so we have uh, we had a Chromecast and a Fire Stick on the TV. Sure. Okay. Um, usually the fire stick is what I would use. And like my wife and the kids like to do the Chromecast thing. Right. Uh, cause they just like, you know, you do it from your phone. Like mm-hmm. you, you connect the, whatever, the casting. Yeah. Um, like airplane. But, um, so that's what they've always done. And so I've been like weaning them into using the Apple TV this week. Nice. So I'm like, why do you need to like do that from your app or whatever right just like use the siri button on the remote be like play the office and bam right right um but anyways so you would think that because it's a 4k apple tv that it wouldn't like look as good on a 1080p tv but i was surprised because they do some magic they do background they do some magic in the background and i noticed that like some of the colors are like like apparently my tv has hdr i had no idea Okay, so like I'm watching stuff and I'm like, why do the buttons look like the colors weird? But then like the movie comes on or a TV show comes on and it's like beautiful to look at. Yeah. Right. Or then like when the screensaver comes on, God, what a beautiful screensaver. Right. Oh yeah, like, that screensaver, sweet. Those screensavers are worth 179.99. It is. It is one of those like at least for us when we first got our Apple TV, the screensaver popped up. And it wasn't any of our photos. It's their preloaded stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people who don't have an Apple TV. Um, and it was the first moment that I was, because, I mean, I'm at 1080p as well. And it was the first moment looking at it that I was like, 
dang, these look like those TVs when you go to Costco. Yes. Like, I want to see a golf. I want to see yes. like a golf match now. Like, those greens yes. are green. Look at those leopards. My God. <laughs> <laughs> look at that water. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, they do work some magic. There's some genies in that box. The The only thing that I now have to get a 4K TV for Uh-oh. is that I didn't realize this, that this would happen. And maybe I'm doing something wrong. So, DJ, I know you're listening. Send me some tips. Good. Um, like, for example, so so we got a trial of Showtime. Oh, okay? nice. Because uh, we wanted to watch Dexter New Blood. Sure, sure. Um, of course. Your wife loves ended, Dexter. Ended up watching something else. We'll talk about that. Oh. Um, well, actually, now that we're done with that other thing, we're watching Dexter New Blood now. So we're like halfway through. But anyways... Um, because the Apple TV is 4K, it prefers 4K content. Sure, sure. And so on certain things that we watch, it gives me the little, little widescreen bars. Remember back in the day before widescreen TVs came out, you had the square TVs. Yeah. And you had, you had the bars and you're like, yeah. what is, what does everything look so small? So on certain things, it just like chooses the 4K content for me. And so I have the black bars. Mm-hmm. So now I, I have to get a 4K TV, so I don't have black bars. I miss the black bars. I'll be honest you do? with you. Really? Because I, I always, don't. but I always thought, what am I missing? Mm. What am oh, I missing on those sides when it's full screen, but it was a rect? I mean, it was a square instead of a rectangle. What am I yeah. missing? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when I saw the pan and scan, the automated pan and scan, that used to drive me crazy because it it was not. That it was purposely distracting, going left to right slowly. It was just one of those. I'm watching whoever. I'm watching David Lean Bridge Over R- River Kwai, and that's on widescreen format. And watching that automatic pan and scan, I'm like, saying how it's supposed to be. I know what it's supposed <laughs> to. I went to the theater and saw this. What am I missing here? <laughs> Where you just see like two people on the left and right hand side. And they're so far apart because it's widescreen or ultra widescreen. And everything is cut off on their face except for their noses looking at each other. Yeah, I gotcha. Ah, come on. I gotcha. Come on. I I, I gotcha. I just, uh, I didn't like it. Okay. Well, listen, this TV is tight. Dude, and I'll say, like, right now we can't afford a 4K TV. But just looking at those prices, I'm like, damn, those prices went down. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a they're lot. really, really affordable. We uh, we sat down to watch uh, Dexter tonight, and I was like, oh, I wonder like where Heather's stuff is. Because I had gotten some of it, but not the shirt. So yeah. I go on the Amazon app, and I look, and like as soon as I open the app, it's like, on sale, uh, like 30% off for KTVs. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I click on it, and it was only on 55-inch TVs. And I'm like, god damn you, Amazon. Piece of garbage. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, you human garbage. Get in your rocket and get out of here. <laughs> I don't want no baby-sized TV. Oh, uh, anyway, so so now I have to – you know, here's what we're going to do. The problem is I did the uh, the AR thing, you know, where like you can you can try something out in your room. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about on the oh, app? Yeah. So I, I did it on these big TVs. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the issue I have is these like, uh, brick columns that come up on the side of the fireplace. Uh-huh. Um, the center above the mantle is recessed back like, uh, six inches or eight inches. Um, and so a bigger TV than 55 doesn't fit. 
Unless yeah. I would get like a mount that brings the TV out farther out from the wall. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, and then it would work. So what we've decided to do instead is we're just going to buy a new house. <laughs> okay. Cause we also, we also need a VR room now because we haven't talked about it, but I got an Oculus Quest. You know what I mean? We've talked about it. We just haven't oh, have talked we? about it. We haven't talked about it on the show. Yeah. So, so we have an Oculus Quest. So you can't like, Jitter jatter your arms all over the place in a regular wow. room. You need wow. an empty room just to play VR. Right. Uh, especially now because Reagan just bought Beat Saber. So like we've been playing Beat Saber all week. I was just about to say, you can't be swinging your arms around playing Beat Saber. <laughs> You're going to fall right into that TV. God, that Beat Saber is so awesome. Yeah, some good music in it too. Yeah, it's really good. It's my favorite game. Nice. Um, anyway, so, uh, so, so yeah, so we're just going to buy a new house. Okay. <laughs> uh, not just, not, not, not actually because of that. Uh, I, uh, I don't have time. Well, you're to be down, you're shit. down in the south. You know what you should be doing? What? You should be adding on a screened in porch to I the back. One. I have one. Well, you need that like three times larger and just like, this is our living room now. This is where our VR and this is where our 77 inch TV goes right here. Bro, this is the south. It's too hot for that shit. Well, you need to screen. You you need to screen it in. It's put some air in. out there. No, I mean it's screened in. You can't put air conditioning in a screened in room. Sure, all you the can. air will come out. What? Yeah, it could put the it air will go window. out to the screen. Oh, so you want like an like an add-on room? Yeah, I want like a sunroom. Oh, a sunroom. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a sunroom. I have a screened-in porch, and then I have like another porch next to it. That's what I'm saying. You have to convert it all into one thing and make it gigantic. Look, I don't need all that, okay? Reagan started her job tonight, okay? I'm trying to get her her own place, you know? Get the hell out, okay? You're an adult. Um, just just go, and then, you know, like, it'll be just me and my wife and the dogs. Where, so, uh, where did she a get a job house. at? Uh, at a nursing home. Oh, I worked at a nursing home. Yeah. It yeah. was my third job ever. Really? A nursing home. Yeah, I was yep. in the dietary unit. It's her first job. Damn. Yep. So she's doing uh, orientation all week. Nice. She's watching 40 hours of videos. Oh, boy. <laughs> I guess that that's the one good thing about working in dietary. It was like all they showed you was, this is how you wash dishes, and this is how you serve food. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, see, here's the thing, okay? Now that she's got a job... She can start contributing to the household expenses. Oh no, you're that father? Come on. She can contribute to household expenses now. Cause oh. see, listen, listen, I'm trying to do this for you, Nick. Oh. Okay, I'm trying to I do like this for it. you. I like it. I don't, I don't know if you know, but Mike Myers is trying to retire. That's true. That's okay. True. And yeah. when he retires, who's going to save the comic book industry? Very true. Well, he already put Rob in charge of it. I mean, Rob and suppo- Kirk. Supposedly, but Rob says he can't do it. What? I got a I got a tweet from him forty seven minutes ago. What? I I said pick up the pace, Krieger. Mike's retiring soon, and then you will become our chosen savior. <laughs> and he says I don't think I can do it. What? So you I, know what I mean, Rob needs to do? <laughs> Just between get, me, you, yeah, me, you, he, and Rob, the Nerdy Legion listeners, Rob you know needs to go Rob forward in time. Do? Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. He needs to get right on. (laughs) Just let me see if this passes muster. Because I listen to the podcast, and I love the podcast. You know I do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, 
what Rob needs to do, he needs to get those twins into comic books because mm-hmm. then he'll force himself to buy more comic books and in turn save the comic book industry. Rob, that's that's a pretty good thank plan. You, thank me later. That's a good plan. A little unrealistic. Okay. Let, let <laughs> well, me give that's you, how let you me... have to sell it to the like you sell that to the wife. <laughs> and then just told the kids, like, look, I'll buy you whatever Nintendo video game you want. <laughs> but we got to sell this to mommy because I need to up this percentage by at least three. <laughs> now get in there. Do you want Do you want Mario Kart? Do you want Mario Kart? <laughs> get in there and talk to your mom. Here, I'm going to give you a more realistic plan. Okay. He needs to build a time machine. Oh, I love it already. Go forward in time yeah, until right. his kids are 18. Perfect. Get them a job at a nursing home uh-huh, uh-huh. so they can contribute to their household expenses. Right, right. And then he can save the comic book industry. Ooh. See? You see how this works? Are it's you going to try to say are you gonna to try to sell your daughter <laughs> that the that the nursing home has a lot of people that wink wink, quote unquote, exit mm. their rooms all the time and never mm. come back. So really, if you wanted to save gas and food and room and board, wouldn't it make sense if you just stayed over at the retirement home, mm. found a really nice room and board there? See, perfect. You don't even need to work. You've already accomplished the goal. You're already in a retirement home. So just retire. Yeah. yeah. And then you can instantly turn her room into your new comic book room. Ah, see, so her room's the comic book room. Zoe's room is the VR room. Perfect. perfect. See, perfect. I like the way you see. This is why we've been doing this for so long because you, yeah. you get me. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the long haul. Yeah, you get me. You get Except me. I, like I have to say, since the big uh, comicsology fiasco of 2022, God rest its soul, mm. and I've seen a few tweets from one Geekvine. Oh, I know that guy. That he's going to go back to his LCS and sign up for a pull list. Or should I do DCBS? Or should I go Cowabunga? Aha, uh-huh, yes. Eric Cowabunga. Hit my hit Martino up. He he needs he needs some guidance. I, I emailed uh, Eric today. This, this asks a question, and maybe Mike <laughs> can chime in, I'm sure, once he listens to this episode. I don't even know. I don't know if he listens to Nerdy Legion anymore. I'm not quite sure. Nobody listens. It's just me and you. Okay, good. Then no one will be offended by this. I wonder if covertly, will Martin Ferretti save the comic book industry? Mm. Possible. Mm. To grow on, one to think about. I mean, between Rob and I, we mm-hmm. can definitely save the comic industry. I don't know if we can ever achieve the godlike levels of one Michael Myers. I only have one dining room table. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, I mean, don't you have out that porch, don't you have like a knee-high table? (laughs) Oh, yeah, there is a table on the back porch. Let's really like think outside (laughs) the box now. Do you have like a island, kitchen island? area that you can no there's 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 no there's no island okay um how big of an oven do you have (laughs) and it's an attached uh, microwave that we can store some comic books in well you know we do a a meal subscription service and so we use the oven a lot so they can't be in the oven dang it come on for ready 
Okay, what about the grill outside? Is there room in there, or is there mm. room out in your shed? Ooh, you know what? I do have a shed in the yes. backyard that I, I don't know. use. Yes! That is a good idea. And I've also that... been telling you we need you to build that greenhouse. Listen, I, you're forgetting. I'm buying what? a new house so I can get a bigger TV. Well, okay? we haven't seen that come. We need you to, we, can you first, let's prioritize. Can you first rescue the comic book industry? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Then purchase a new house. So, DJ, mm. you have some time to, for the TV recommendations because this is a little bit down the road. And then after that, you might be ready to retire. Oh, interesting. Or the wife possibly could kill you by that time. That's very likely. I mean, we're talking years down the road, but I mean, at that point, when you're, Thinking you're going to save the comic book industry, she might be like, "Oh hell no, I'm not going to be doing that." Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, uh, so this all stemmed from the, as you mentioned, the uh, the great comicsology murdering of comics of 2022. Um, have you have you used the app? Have you updated your app? Um, first off, why would you ask that question when they force you? <laughs> Force you oh, yeah, that's right. into updating your app because, to be honest with you, I would have never updated because I already have the stuff right there. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Let's first update your app without even telling you. As soon as you try to open it up, you're updating. Mm, Boom. Yeah. But I, I will say, was this just a huge pile on? Because when push comes to shove, the app, just talking about the app, the app experience, I was very frightened that, like, all of my five-star review type stuff, that would be gone. Mm. I was worried that all of my red, uh, or sorry, green-lined, these comic books have been red. I thought, oh my God, did they just reset all of that? Because remember, I think I even tweeted you like three things that I was like, oh my God, did they do this? Oh my God. Because when the app first updated, guess what? Not all my comic books were there. Guess what? No stats were there. Guess what? I didn't, everything was new. You own this many comic books. Yeah. And then how many you've read? Zero. And that's when uh. I was like, oh my God, they just have to be big time. But then guess what? An hour later, all that stuff came in. All those yeah, things, yeah. All the red, that's all good. Mm. The one thing, that's why I think it was a big hullabaloo, let's pile on digital. Do I mm. think it works perfectly? No. Mm. Do I wish, especially the buying portion of Comixology, we'd go back to the way it was? 100 percent do i think they possibly could get there sure eventually yes yeah you look at amazon shoot even five years ago it's completely changed right so i think they just have to figure out where on certain screens are we putting a comiXology button where are we going to have it how are we going to show like right now the sales pages are just hot garbage Yeah, some of the worst beta action I've ever seen. So if I just discount the buying purchases. Now, granted, I wasn't in you and Aaron's boat of subscriptions. And same with Gundy, where they just zeroed out the subscriptions. Mm -hmm. That would effing suck. And that would even make me think, do I want to stick with you for subscription? I get it. Totally get it. But like I said, I'm not in that boat. It's just very frustrating to see... Nowhere on, and I only go through my phone, but mainly I would say 95% of my comiXology purchasing, we're only talking purchasing, that's done through my tablet. Mm-hmm. 
And I even threw out on Twitter, I just want a comiXology section that I can go to and click on a button that drills me into what's on sale. Is there a Black Panther sale going on? Because that's what I want to see when I click on that button and drill down, just like the old experience. And uh, I'm like, I can't see anything. I don't see comiXology anywhere when I when I pull up the app or I go through, you know, um, DuckDuckGo and put in Amazon.com. I don't see it there either. Mm. And I just threw that out like, and I know they're going to get there. Like I said in my tweet, I know they'll get there. And I know these are growing pains. Now, is Amazon a big enough company not to put this, I would consider it a glorified beta? Yeah. There and have it be so janky. Yeah. I, yeah. I would expect them to, this should be a finished, like heated product right now, especially when you go onto your app and you haven't even figured out where to put comiXology on the app. That's, in, that's insanity. And as you well know, you could just have a button right there that brings you to the old comiXology page. Right. Like, you could have it be seamless until you worked on the back end and like, oh, no, we want everything to look like an Amazon subsection page. Okay. And the one response to that tweet was from Daryl, which I don't know if he listened to the podcast or not. And his response was, try it on desktop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I, and I'm like, when I'm laying in bed, I'm, <laughs> I'm not pulling up the desktop. And I'm not shopping. As soon as I get done with work, which is 100% screen time, the last thing I want to do is open up my laptop and and search for sale comic books. No, I ain't going to do that. No, no, no. Like this should be on, guess what? This should be on, or Amazon, just say, oh, you want the perfect experience. You can go to our Kindle. Wink, wink. Let's time to sell Kindles. Wink, wink. But just to have, have it not show up at all? Oh, that's a big pill to swallow. So, so Daryl is right that on the desktop, it's not as horrible. Uh, so if you go to like comicsology.com, it just redirects you to Amazon, to the comicsology page on Amazon. Right. Um, here's the thing. And, and I think this is like my. But also, if you went from that page and clicked on the Amazon button, there's nowhere, once you go back to the main page, there's mm-hmm. nowhere on that main page that I've seen, like on the left-hand side, all of those subsections at the bottom, at the top, like horizontal bar. I don't see anywhere that says comiXology. Like, click here for comiXology. Like, that's oh, I insane. See. That's insane for, like, a navigational purpose. That is crazy. And I hate to say it, like, even the way you're talking, because I... Because that's pretty much what I do on my tablet. I just have that Amazon page, that web page, saved for Comixology. And as long right. as I don't navigate off of it, it, it will be there. Fine. Whatever. But the thing is, you click on the sale tab, and you'll see like a Black Panther sale. And But God forbid you click like see more. Mm. Once you click see more, you'll get like, you'll be presented with like, the top six Black Panther books that are on sale. And then below that, you'll see like novels and they're not even Black Panther novels. They're just like things you might like. And they try to like put in their algorithm of like, well, if you, if you like a, you might like B like that's insane. Like there is. And I know on that Black Panther sale, there's like 60 trades. 
and I don't know how to get to them unless I was to go up to the search bar, type in Black Panther graphic novels, and then I get served them. Mm. That's what I'm talking about, just the sale aspect. Like, I'm not even... I'm not even bitching, as you can tell. I'm not even bitching about it when you pull up the Comixology app and I go to read. I My big complaint would be the navigation portion on their website or their app to try to get to Comixology. And then from there to be served up like, oh, here's our the week's worth of sales that we have on on the sale tab. Well, I mean, it's it's on here. Are I mean, you looking on your tablet or are you looking at the desktop? I'm on my laptop. Yeah, maybe it's different on the laptop. So if I go to comicsology.com, it takes me to like a, a URL that makes no sense at Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon.com slash B slash question mark, IE, UTF-8, and node, one, five, whatever. Yeah. That means nothing to me. Uh, Comicsology is not in the departments. So like even if you go to books, there's not a Comicsology section there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go to comicsology.com, it takes you to a page that says comicsology on the left. And then it yeah. looks, it vaguely resembles something like comicsology, maybe. Correct. Uh, so click to, on comics deal. Comics deals. Yep. And then I go down to Black Panther. Sure. Okay. Black Panther. There it see is. See more. I, I just clicked on, oh, see more. Okay. I'm going to do see more. Okay. Yeah. Cause if, cause I will say if you click the, the right arrow. Yeah. Yes, you will be served up what's on the sale. But if you click on see more, you scroll down, maybe they fix Oh, did they fix it? Yeah, they fixed it. Maybe they fixed it. Okay. They did. The and growing things over the weekend, this was not what it, what was being served up to me. And it's not bad. So, like, if I click, if I want to read Ta-Nehisi Coates, Black Panther, I click on that. Okay. And it gives me, so here's volume one. And if I scroll down, I have books in the series. Yeah, so they, get, they fixed this. This was completely different the first, like, three days. Yeah. Well, see, good on the, see, you know, not so like, bad. Like I said, at the very beginning, is this just an excuse for people to pile on who don't like digital? And that's mm. fine if it is. Because I will say the first two days, even I was like, wow, this is a shit show. Yeah. But I will give them credit. And I did like this. If you own like Christopher Priest, The Complete Collection, Volume 1. If you click on it, I do like that you'll be served up at the top, like purchased, and then they give you a date of when it was purchased. Mm-hmm. I like that information. Like, that's a good thing. Or, or to your point, I like in the app, when I go to read it, I like that they have the little red banners on all of the products that I've already read. Um, do I wish it would... Because I remember in the old app, maybe there is a way, maybe I just haven't seen it, but there was a way that you could click on it, that it would open up the Comixology buying page. And there is where you can see like your star rating for it, Mm -hmm. which is always for me good because like going back to the Christopher Priest Black Panther, I want to know not the aggregate score of the stars. I want to know my score. Of the stars. Ah. Because what if I didn't like Christopher Priest? I gave it two stars, but there's a Black Panther sale. Should I buy volume two? Let me look at what I rated volume one. Yeah. Because I don't keep a Bill and Mike's list of all my reviews, likes, dislikes, ups, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. Sure. So that's sort of what I go by. But like I said, honestly, this is the first time I've looked at this 
navigation experience since the first three days. Because mm. at that point, I think I even um, text, not texted, I think I even tweeted Daryl and you. It was like, I have 2,200 comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now that I could still read. Meaning, just because I can't go onto their sale page and look through all their sales stuff right now, guess what? After I read 2,000 comic books, I'm pretty sure they'll have it in some condition that will be like the old the old way or at least Maybe. that's a little bit smoother. But to be honest with you, looking at it now, they definitely figured out because the first three days you literally went down three rows and then they were presenting like novels to you. And I'm ah. like, this? how, how is this part of a search result? This has nothing to do with the comic books that are on sale, but right. they, fixed, they obviously they tweaked it or whatever the hell they had to do. But some of the techie people got in there and worked their magic. So is this something that people who don't like the digital experience, like everybody that's like, oh, it feels like I'm renting this stuff. Like all of this stuff is just, it's going to be gone. I don't actually own it. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, just like when I go onto my PS4. (laughs) Digitally, guess what? If they... If they threw their server farm out a window, you know who doesn't have access to those games anymore? Your boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way digital purchases go. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. Unless you're buying an NFT, you don't own it. Well, some NFTs you don't own either. But anyways, that's a whole different topic. You know my example. I know exactly what you mean, yes. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, no, I mean, like... People were doing that. That's why I was like... And I think you even noticed I completely dropped off throwing yeah, yeah, out yeah. two cents. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. by one day, I was done with it. Just because it's like, is this just a huge pile on of like people thumbing their nose and being like, I told you so. Mm. And it's like, you do. And I mean, I think we've even talked about it. I've said for four years, how does Amazon own Comixology, yet they don't sell digital gift cards to Comixology? Right, right, right. Like, that's insane because my mom is completely hooked up into Amazon. So for her to go on and buy me a magazine subscription, a T-shirt, and a Comixology gift card, that's a one-click shop. Boom, that's easy. But to filter over and go through Comixology BS, oh, my God, that would put her off every time. So it took them four years to finally like, oh my God, now my mom can go on to Amazon and buy that and I could just use it. Like simple, easy peasy. Yeah. Like they own that content. Why wouldn't you want to do it? Just like Disney owning ABC. I don't know if you've noticed, but on Disney now, certain ABC shows don't show up over on Hulu. They show up on Disney. Oh, interesting. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, like Blackish. Blackish is on Disney. I'm not talking about like Disney, whatever that Disney TV, whatever that yeah. cable channel is. I'm not talking that. I'm talking ABC comedies are slowly huh. going over there. ESPN documentaries, go and look. And they guise it under the Olympics are happening. But ESPN document sports documentaries and sport movies that aren't just Mighty Ducks, those are only available on Disney. Hmm. So how can we not see this roadmap just like Comixology? Like Disney owns all this stuff. Why would they want to share it with anyone? Why wouldn't why wouldn't they want people not just 
buying like stuff here and there, why not jack up the rates? They're going to give you ESPN Plus knowing not a lot of people are going to watch that. So let's just put it over here on Disney. Let's put Hulu content over here on Disney. And then everybody can just buy a Disney subscription. Right. Like that's the roadmap. And that's exactly what Amazon did. Why would they purchase Comixology never, ever wanting to bring that over into their ecosystem? That's crazy. Well, especially once they started doing the uh, Amazon sign-in thing. Right. I, I could see it going down. You don't believe me. That's the last thing I want to happen because we're tied up to Julie the Cruise Director's um, Amazon account. I don't have my own Amazon account. I just use the community. Yeah, 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 yeah. But guess who now can go on and be like, how many comic books did you purchase from Comixology? <laughs> I went to our previously purchased, and I saw 30 comic books. And it's like, well, I already had a gift card from Christmas from my mom. And she's like, I can't believe you bought that many. <laughs> like, oh. That's why, like, when Mike is like, well, why did you, you know, why why don't you do X, Y, Z or what? And I'm just like, you don't understand. If we're both tied to the same account, I can't. Right. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so my deal is um, I don't like the Amazon shopping experience. Mm. Okay. Um, so, like, if I, I don't browse Amazon, okay? I go to Amazon when I know exactly what I want to get. Yeah, yeah. So – um, whatever it is. Like so usually, Amazon, like Amazon analytics for you as a customer, it would be like, oh, his average on Amazon time is two minutes. Yeah. You're on, you're off. Boom. Yep. I'm yeah, on, I, I order it, and that's it. Um, and now they'll be like, that Martin Frederick, he's on our Amazon, our Amazon app. He goes through that flow, that web flow, and he's on, now he's on it. For at least 12 minutes. Nope. People just love the new Amazon. Nope. You're I not, hate it. But no, my point is to look over like Comixology deals, the deals page, just to nope. see sales. Nope. Oh. I I hate going to the Amazon website. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a shit shopping experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, that's not how I shop. If When I go to a store, I don't shop this way either. If I go to the store, I go exactly to the aisles that I want for the stuff that I want, and I go and check out, and I go home. Yeah, there's no okay? browsing. When I go buy clothes, number one, it's easy because I just go find black T-shirts. Um, but I don't, like, walk down every aisle of the men's section to see, like, ooh, I need this, I need that. I just go and get my black T-shirts, and I check out, and I go home. Um, and... There's just there's so many buttons on the Amazon page. I just don't like using it. You know what I mean? Like I we it. got made fun of a lot when we were doing like all the the uh, Alexa jokes and stuff, for example, mm -hmm. uh, or like Siri jokes. But like, there's a reason I use them. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't need to interface anything. I just tell it what I want and I go away. I you know what I mean? It. So yep. like my my ideal Amazon website is like the Google front page. Where it's like the logo in a search bar. Mm. Okay. And I say, I want whatever, fucking uh, Black Panther Volume 1. And it shows me a picture and I click buy it and I go away. Okay. That's my ideal. And the Amazon page has like all these links and then like subcategories. 
and drop-down menus and this, that, and the other, and I don't care about any of it because that's not how I shop. Well, and every category is at least like on that page th- in three different places too. Yeah, exactly. Why and do you see- think I'm tearing out my hair? Because it's like not one area just says comiXology. Yeah, I get it. And I'm sure and- there'll be like a comiXology link on there somewhere. Sure. Yes. I, I would anticipate that showing up within the next two weeks. There's no okay. way they're not working on it. Give me a break. I mean, it's very hard to create a link. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, God forbid I do that every day. So <laughs> it, it's terrible. But yes. I also do I can also do uh, website architecture as well. And and especially like web flow. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 this is a great web flow. Let's put it that way. No, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Uh, so there's two things I'm very confused about. Uh-huh. Uh, number one's a, a simple fix. Almost as simple as just adding a link that says Comixology. <laughs> Maybe uh, just a blue button, like Comixology he, Blue. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, Twitter Blue, awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, yes, I pay for Twitter. Get on my low. Um, so there's books that I, I always get, right? So I don't give a shit. I just want to subscribe. Right. Um, there's no subscribe button. That's crazy. So I need a subscribe button. Um, so like, so you want me to go on a website every month and like buy comics? How can preposterous. I, can I ask you about that? Cause I, you, I've seen a couple people, um, complain about that, that situation. Do you think I'll give you a couple options? Amazon, are they leaving money on the table? Did they look at the analytics realizing not too many people subscribe to those books? So why go through the hassle of getting that set up day one? Like, where do you, where do you see that? Cause I don't no, know. No, no, They have no. to it, but why? Like to me, that seems like easy reoccurring money. Like that's, why do you think all of these like streaming services, they want you to set it and forget it. They don't want Listen. you to even think about a monthly renewal. Listen, okay. All these comic books have a release date on them, okay? It's right there, right under the synopsis. Right. Print print length, language, publisher, publication date, file size, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay? Amazon already has subscribe and save, okay? Now, I haven't done development work in a while, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember doing a say subscribe style button and it's it's Five minutes, ten minutes of coding tops. Right. Okay. For one person. Not only that, they already have a subscribe and save. Okay. Yeah, all the uh, legwork's there. They just have to redirect it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Freaking, freaking Alexa does it. Says uh-huh. you, you bought this on this date. You want to subscribe to it and save ten percent? Yes. How hard is that? But then, does that go back to my one, my one? bit of did they look at the analytics and realize not a lot of people do it well i don't think it's an analytics issue so this all right we're getting in the weeds here uh um, well, let, let's 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 peek let's peek behind the curtain i think the problem here um and maybe this is something that will be solved soon as witnessed by this uh books in this series thing mm-hmm. um amazon sells individual products right and comics are not individual products um, uh, their products in series. Uh-huh. And so maybe on their back end, they don't have like a, uh, Black Panther 2016 to 2018, like, like a comic book website would have or a database would have. True. Uh, they just have, you know, 
Black Panther number one as one item, and then Black Panther number two is a separate item, and number three is a separate item. Yes, but, yes. But but so they have to go in and technically, I mean, you can do this with like a script and like recursively go through the database, but like it would have to go through all these items and say like, okay, all these items are in the same series, and then you know when you add new items they are automatically adding that like extra bit in the database that says like hey uh this item is part of this series so then we'll add a subscribe button maybe you see what i mean oh yeah there's no doubt that comicsology was set up on the back end completely different than an amazon would be set up yeah Without matter of fact let's let, let's try that right now let's do uh this is going to be a terrible experience Oh, here we go. Let's just go to new releases because then I can just do. All right. So, uh, what's what's something that's had a couple issues here? These are all new books. Um, all right, here we go. Whatever this is, Canto. Maybe, oh, that's are you going to try to? Maybe you should try to subscribe to uh, the JRJR. Nope. Uh, Spider Man. See, that doesn't work either. Okay. So if I click on, let's say, Saga Fifty Six. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take me to the Saga page. It gives me a little sidebar that comes up. It says pre-order now with one click. That's just for that one issue. Below that, it shows Saga, and it says view entire series. Okay, here we go. We're getting somewhere. Ah, here we go. <clears throat> See, this is what I'm talking about, about such a convoluted shopping experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so there is a subscribe button. This is what I had to do. I had to scroll down to new releases. Mm-hmm. I found a book that I wanted to read, Saga 56. I did not want to buy the single issue, so I had to scroll down to Saga, view entire series, click on that link, and then that brings me to the Saga page. I can buy, what is this? I can buy the next 30 issues? What? That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> buy, see, see what I mean? This is weird. All right, so this takes me to a Saga book series page. Mm-hmm. Don't miss the next book. Subscribe to series. And then below that, there's the get the series on Kindle. And I can buy the next three, the next five, the next ten, the next thirty. One click. Or I can keep scrolling down and buy all the individual issues. Now, does this work with everything? Let's go to Amazing Spider-Man. It does. View entire series. Subscribe to series. See, this is terrible, Nick. How's why it am terrible? I, why am I having to press five different buttons to subscribe to a fucking comic book? Yeah, I would think that they would have the subscribe to series button right there with purchase one issue. It should be in the single issue thing. You're showing me all these issues that just came out. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. So when I click on it, give me pre-order now or subscribe to series. That's what I'm saying. It should be on that. And then guess what? If you click on the like purchase se- or uh, subscribe to series button then it then you should be served up something that says you, you want to subscribe for the next five issues the next 30 and then you click on it just to confirm that's yeah but i mean like this is such like this is so random but it's but... weird that you have to go three levels deep to get to that point so i get like aaron being upset and a few people being upset about subscriptions just zeroing out but to be honest with you how else is how else is Amazon going to deprecate the old Comixology experience, and now we have to bring you over to the Amazon purchasing way of life? Mm. Like, 
to make all of those connections for, you know, whoever, Aaron, Gundy's like 30 comic books a month that they get to bring all of those loose ends over into the Amazon platform. No one's going to do that because that's just that would be an insane amount of like, you know, heavy lifting, not heavy lifting, but lifting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, but so anyways. Drilling, but drilling down four levels like you just did, that's insane. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, that's crazy. By that point, I don't want to buy anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Isn't the point of like, you know, spontaneous buying? I, I will say the people that complained about the subscription thing, it would really make me reevaluate if I have to go through that. It'd make me re- reevaluate, well, do I really want to read Sokka? I have like six issues from the old series five years ago that I haven't even read. Yeah. Do I want to subscribe to the new one just to have it? Eh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like, Let it me, definitely I, will make you reevaluate, like, ooh, that had a price hike. When did Fanagraphics go up to this price? What the yeah, hell? Yep. See, here, here's another bad experience. All right. Hmm. So I was browsing. I'm, a, I'm on the Department of Truth website right now, okay? Nice. Nice. Where I can subscribe to this series. Fantastic book. Subscribe. All right. Anyways. Let's volume, say I'm like volume two, not as strong as volume one, but yeah, well, you know, it's normal. All right. So, um, so I'm on this page. Okay. Now I want to subscribe to my next series. Let's say I want to subscribe to, uh, Batman. I love Batman. Okay. <laughs> that won't send you down a rabbit hole of like 50 different search results. All right. So, so this is exactly why I picked it. So I go to the search bar. Okay. And it's already set as a category as comics, manga, graphic novels. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Batman. I hit enter. Okay. So it's showing me. I'm looking at it right now. It's highlighted. Okay. It's highlighted. Mm -hmm. Department. Kindle ebooks. Comics, manga, and graphic novels. Sure. What's the the first result I see? Uh, Let me guess. A Batman t-shirt. Lego Technic the Batman Batmobile 42127 building kit. Make a model replica of the Batmobile for ages 10 plus 1,360 pieces. Yeah. That's what you want. Uh, Number two, Batman the Imposter. Okay, okay, all right, that's a comic. Batman the Knight. Okay, that's a comic. Mm-hmm. That's cur- that's current. Batman the Three Jokers. Well, that's been over for like two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's scroll down. More results. Now these are all graphic novels. Uh, Batman Year One, Batman Dark Victory, blah 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 blah. Long Halloween, Nightfall, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Where's fucking Batman the comic book? I hate to say it, when you went to search for that, the subcategory shouldn't be comics graphic novels and whatever it should be digital books that's what i'm saying digital comic books like why am i looking at a graphic novel when obviously i want to look at digital stuff and 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 i mean you know as well like search results there's a history to search results of course the most popular like the most searched items are going to be physical graphic novels. So yes. if you're in that category, you ain't going to get any digital stuff. Well, sure, can you click on three jokers and then all of a sudden, oh, there's the Kindle version, there's the digital version. Yes, of course. But you're also going to go through a lot of graphic novels that have been curated to the top of that search result. I would agree with you with two caveats. Hmm. Number one, the header still says comiXology. Yeah. That's insane. Okay. Number one. Number two, on the left-hand side, it gives me the departments of my search. Mm. And it is highlighting Kindle ebooks, comics, manga, and graphic novels. So 
so you're in the right bucket. So I'm in the right bucket, but I don't want any of these. I want the comic book with the title Batman. <laughs> so does that mean that the searcher is going to have to type in Batman 678? And then you oh, go into that as like, okay, this is the right series. So now, like, who can do that? I wouldn't remember any of that BS. So maybe I need to do Batman comic. All right. that If I do Batman comic, that only gives me graphic novels. All right. What if I do Batman comic book? Only graphic novels. Same search. So uh, this book came out in 2016. Batman 2016. Let's try that. All right. Only graphic novels. But if you clicked on any of those searches, is the digital copy in that? I'm sure it is. These are all traits. So even if you clicked on one, you wouldn't get the box that's like, oh, you want the Kindle version? Click on this box and then we'll show you the price for the Kindle version. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I had to do Batman 2016. Uh Here's the results in order. Not you, Siri. Go away. No one cares. Batman 2016, Volume 1, I Am Gotham, trade paperback. Batman The Rebirth Deluxe Edition, Book 1. Okay, Kindle Kindle Edition. Oh, yeah, Kindle Edition, because I'm in the Kindle section. Number 3, Batman Rebirth Deluxe Edition, Book 3. Number 4, Batman The Rebirth Deluxe Edition, Book 4. Uh, number 5, Batman Volume 4, Cowardly Lot. Number 6, Batman Volume 1, Dark Rain, Dark Designs. Uh, I Am Suicide. Here we go. The eighth listing down on the search is Batman 2016, number 121. Oh. That's that's the next issue coming out next month. So I had to scroll down a full page and a half to get to the comic that I wanted to find. Do you think anyone is going to actually give a shit about this? No one's going to buy anything. It's, it's a lot of hoops to jump through. So, but what I could do is type in Batman. Uh, hope that I remember that it's 2016 that this book came out. I can click on books in the series and then, oh, nope, can't subscribe to that because that gives me only trades. Terrible. Oh, wow. If I click, wow, that is, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. If I, if I click on a trade to take me to the page for this series, the series is only trades. Mm. 24 book series. If I scroll down this page and a half till I get to Batman 121, Mm-hmm. And I click on it, then I get the single issues, and I can subscribe to that. That's a separate page from the trades page. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, so I'm a smart guy. I can figure this out. Uh, but this is a terrible shopping experience. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? So, so this is my problem. It's not. Look, some people love physical comics for whatever reason. That's great. Some people love digital comics for whatever reason. That's great. I went to mostly digital. Because, number one, save space. Number two, convenience. I don't have time sometimes to go to the comic store. Okay? Um, I could have, I guess, kept doing DCBS or Cowabunga or whatever, doing it that way. Um, but it was just so much simpler to just hit the subscribe button. And I don't ever think about it again. Yeah. Every month, whenever it comes out, I just randomly get on Comixology and have some new comics to read. See what I mean? That's that's my shopping uh, style. Definitely. I don't and give I a shit a about anything. Just give me the stuff that I want and leave me the fuck alone. That's my thing. 
Yeah. Um, and then it's nice because I can read it on my laptop in a nice big screen, bigger than a comic book page. Um, you know, I, I guess if I want to read on my phone, I could. Um, I don't have a tablet. I mean, I have a tablet, but I never use it. Um, like so, uh, so I usually read them. The adventure you just went through would be fine if I subscribed to, to certain titles. I'd be fine with. And never added any ever again. No, I no. What I'm saying is, I would be fine with because I would only be subscribing to probably ten titles. Mm-hmm. But if I were you or Mike Myers or Rob or Aaron, who has thirty forty a month, and yeah. you have to go through that, that's a, even just to get it set up to like, I'll subscribe to the next thirty issues. So at least I'm good for three years. We'll, we'll reevaluate when it comes up. Hopefully they'll send me an email. Will you, you'll want to continue that digital subscription. Yes, please. But for me, I would do that, and it's not that much time. Mm. But if I was reading and subscribing to the amount you guys are, mama mia, what, what am I looking at? Six hours of my time? Yeah. To well, go in and try yes. to find the Batman? And, oh, let me try. I'm sure searching for detective would be really easy because that isn't used in any thing on, on any item within Amazon. Well, funny enough, if I do a search for Detective Comics, the single issue is the first result. Oh, that's wild. But will mm-hmm. it get better? Absolutely. Hopefully sure. they'll have a subsection that is just for digital comics and everything is curated just for digital stuff. That yes. would be great. But that right now they're not there. I, I I mean, to be honest with you, search is such a huge animal. Do I expect that to happen in two weeks? Hell no. Right. Like that's a that's a major overhaul. So so number one, I'm not I'm not quitting. I guess Amazon now, because um, like you, I also have a shit ton of stuff that I bought that I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, why would I just disappear if I've already bought the stuff? You know what I mean? For sure. Um, my my issue is like, what am I gonna do next? Right. Because, like, I just want to read the fucking comics. Yeah. Right? For sure. So so I could, like, go, jump through all these hoops and subscribe to what I already subscribed and just keep getting them. Uh-huh. Uh, but so there's there's a couple problems then. Because, number one, um, the, the comicsology experience was pretty nice. And, like, it was easy to find stuff. Uh-huh. Right? Now it's not easy to find stuff. Uh-huh. So So, like, if I want to try a new book, I'm not going to jump through all these hoops. I'm just going to be like, fuck that book. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's not good for comics. Um, I could uh, – so here, here's the dilemma that I came up but with. But also so, you could go to the Comixology page and go to new releases, and the stuff is probably there. Sure, yeah. Or, or, you probably. Know, like, sometimes I'll just like quickly browse through the sale page to see what's on there, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's cheap and I'll buy it, and eventually maybe at some point I'll read it. Probably not, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so the issue, so the issue that I have now is the issue that I've had before when, with like switching between different things, right? So I was like, okay, well, this comicsology experience sucks, right? I'm not going to get rid of it because I st- have stuff to read, but what do I do with my, the stuff that I read on a monthly basis? Right. The brand new stuff coming out. Yeah. Right. Um, so like, I know some people are like quitting comicsology unlimited. I have questions about that because like, how does this work with Kindle unlimited? Mm. Because a lot of the stuff is on Kindle Unlimited too. So, like, do I need to get both? Like, what's the overlap? You know what I mean? Yeah, don't know. Um, I have no idea either. Because both options are still available. Mm-hmm. So, so I have no idea what's going on there. Um, 
I know some people were like, well, just use like the Marvel Unlimited or DC app. I mean, okay, that's great, but then I have to pay for two subscription services right. instead of one. And then what right. about like my image books or boom books or aftershock books or Valiant books? Yeah. Right? Like, where am I going to get those? Uh, so I'm not doing more subscription services. You know, it's like when, when we got streaming, everyone's like, oh, perfect. I'll get exactly what I want. Well, yeah, guess what? Now you're spending more than you pay in your cable bill. <laughs> For so, sure. Right? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not doing that. So the option is, well, I either suck it up and hope it gets better, or I just flip back to physical comics, right? And the, like, one, the one caveat that I can see, maybe it doesn't work for you, but all these people that want to drop everything are also the people that don't read everything the day that it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to them, I would say, well, why wouldn't you just do since – Marvel Unlimited is only you're only waiting three months. Like you're probably three months behind. Like it would be nothing. Yeah, you but that assumes even... you only read Marvel. No, no, no. I'm just saying for the people that like that is the majority of their watch. Oh, okay, right, right, is right. That type of thing. Yeah, like three months is it isn't hard to wait three months. Mm-hmm. Well, true. But true. you're right. If you have a broad amount of stuff that you read over a variety of publishers, you're not going to have the one stop shop anymore. Right. Exactly. So, so my thing was, well, I need to switch back to digi- to physical comics. Okay. Um, but it was like, it was a weird experience because, you know, I, there's some books that I still get physical, right? Um, they're in a pull box, but like when I go pick them up, I don't like browse the shop, right? Oh, um, you're in and you're out just like I, you I'm, would on Amazon. Yeah. I'm in and I get those books and I leave. Gotcha. Right? Because that's how I shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to change anything. That's how I shop. Um, so I go in, I get those books, and I leave. Um, and so so this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the shop and set up like a proper box with like all the shit that I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert, I didn't set it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You did tell uh, me that. So uh, I didn't set it up. I went in with Zoe after her soccer game. And uh, I was like, you want to go to the comic store? She's like, all right, fine. So we went to the comic store. <laughs> And, uh, it was like, it was packed in there. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was really busy. Good to hear. Um, and so we're like looking through the racks and like, I don't read everything, but I know like what's coming out. Sure. And like, there was so much stuff just not there. Right. Wow. Um, like, especially like new issues. Like there were still like back issues of stuff on the shelves, but not like enough newer stuff. Right. Uh, and so I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to pick this book up if they don't have these books, right? And then, like, I'm trying to figure out, well, like, the stuff that I'm reading, don't want to go back to, like, a certain point and just pick them up in physical as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Spawn, for example, right? I, I read Spawn every month. But do I want to now go back to, like, you know, when I started rereading at, like, 250, right? And then maybe go back and pick up the issues that I've missed since then. Um, so I go and I'm looking at Spawn and, like, they didn't have the latest issue. Um like, I don't know, they had like one or two in there from a few months ago. And there was nothing like in the in the bins to, to pick up back issues. So I'm like, well, that's no good. Right. So like, do I need to go find a different shop maybe? Right. To pick these, to, to fill these holes up. Cool. Uh, or like, do I even need to fill the hole? Like, does it matter that I fill the holes up? Right. Cause I already read them. You know what I mean? I own them digitally. So who gives a shit? Um, I don't know. It was just like a weird experience. Like, I just don't like shopping. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's exhausting for no reason. Sure. Um, and so I just, I ended up getting nothing. 
Wow. Right? Uh, and I didn't add anything to my poll list. Um, and so I was like, well, you know, I'll go on DCBS's website. And so I go on there and like, it's a familiar experience. But then like, you're kind of in the same place where like, I have to do this every month. <laughs> right? Like if I was reading like five or six comics, like maybe that's fine. But then like, why would you do, com- why would you do DCBS if you're only reading five or six comics? True. Um, but like, I have to do this every fucking month for like dozens of books. Like, I'm not, I'm not that's too much work. And then I gotta wait. Like two months before I get my books, you know what I mean? So like, what do I do in the two months in between? I have to like wait at the door of the comic shop so I can pick up the fucking books. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna set up a pull list for these books for two months and then be like, oh, thanks, bye. Um, I mean, knowing how you shop, it seems like a DCBS or a Cowabunga would be your best bet because you can, you already know what's coming down the road. Yeah. And you don't have to waste, for me, it would be a time waster to go there and like swing in and pick something up because you're not going to impulse buy anything. Right. The person that's impulse buying is one of your daughters are with you and they decide, oh, I'll pick that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for you, it would be an, in, like, it seems not an efficient way to do your time. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so I texted, uh, Dennis because, you know, he does Kawabunga, mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, how to get on the Kawabunga list. And, uh, and he's like, well, you know, email Eric and uh, he'll send you the spreadsheet. And, you know, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, that's probably the route I'm going to go, to be perfectly honest, right? Just because Kawabunga is much smaller than DCBS. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if I'm going to support someone, then, like, I'll support Kawabunga. Um, plus, I like those guys, you know what I mean? So, For sure. you know, why not? Um, but then like, I'm in the same boat, right? I got to wait two months anyway. Yep. Um, so like what I do in the meantime, and then I got to work with a spreadsheet. I mean, I do spreadsheets at work all day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch a spreadsheet. But isn't it a set it and forget it? Or do you have to fill that out every month? I don't know. I'll find out when I get the spreadsheet, but uh, I think I got to do it every month. Are you kidding me? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I can just be like Eric, just fucking send me these like these series you know what i mean right and if i want and if i want an event i'll reach out and say hey i want to be part of that event yeah exactly exactly that's how i Um, like i feel like unless it's not a spreadsheet if if he did it just on a web page that you could just like click 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 done like okay that's a little easier but also like i love uh geek brunches previews episode Mm mm-hmm but do you want to go through 400 pages of previews I every month? You don't have that. You don't. You don't got time for that. I mean, I got time to listen to them go through it. Well, yeah, that's wonderful. I love that. <laughs> Great. But I don't have time to do it. You no. know what I mean? I haven't and bought a preview in episode, years. You listen to that episode, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, I do want that new whatever Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle offshoot comic book." Yeah, dear Eric. Add this to my poll list. I just heard on Geek Brunch. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do nothing. You right. know what I mean? And and that's why I'm leaning towards going to Kawabunga because I can just email Eric, right, right, that's, that's and not have to worry perfect. about it. Like if if I can make that work, where I can just be like, Eric, send me this, and he's mm-hmm. like, no problem, right. And then like I don't have to talk to anyone for six months until like <laughs> you know what I mean. I want to add something yeah. else. Then like that is ideal for me. Okay, but if I have to fill out the spreadsheet every month, that's not going to work either. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. 
Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you, buddy. I'm rooting for me too. My thing is, what am I going to do with these comics? <laughs> that, buddy, that's been my thing for how many years? Ten years? Yeah. Ever since Comicsology hit? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a space issue. It's a space issue. Yeah, for me, totally. You know what I mean? And I'm hoping that once I get this new house for my bigger TV, um, that like I can downsize because you know, like we have a I don't know how big is this house? I don't fucking know. It's too big. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like three thousand square feet. What the hell do I need this for? Yeah, trust me. If if uh somebody wants to send me their DCBS box and I could just read all their comic books in a week and send it over to them, I'll do that. Because I want to read everything. I just don't want to store everything. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. Right. And if I was reading five comics, then like whatever. I wouldn't care about storing the comics. Because, I mean, what's five comics in a year, right? Um, That's a a box. A box a year. I know I could donate them to some wonderful places that would absolutely love them to get, you know, a big box of comic books every month. Absolutely would love them. Sure. But this goes back to your original point. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Come on. What am I doing? Swinging by and dropping these off every (laughs) day? Guy. You know, the best best part of physical comic books for me, let me just tell you a little. Let me weave you a tale. Ooh, I love tales. I live in a quad townhome. Yes. And one of the other townhomes in our quad had just the cutest Russian boy that used to live there. And he knew I was into comic books. He saw me constantly wearing <laughs> shirts and he's like, Oh, you you like comic books? I love, you know, and you know, he names off the characters that were in the beginning of the Marvel movies. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm like, yeah, I love them too. Oh, do you read the comic books? And he's like, no, no, no. And this was when I used to, for Halloween, I would always offer candy or a comic book of their choice just because i and how long ago was this 10 years ago whatever it was i just never had room i didn't want to store this stuff so once he said oh i i've only read a few comic books i can't afford comic books Mm. i was like bingo every all ages type comic book even spidey you know comic book authority type stuff as long as it wasn't too crazy i asked the parents hey can i just give your son comic books because i don't need them and he can do whatever he wants he could color on them i don't care he could use his paper planes i don't care oh he would love that blah 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 so every month i would literally walk out my door with a box of comics walk 30 feet and just drop a box of comic books on his doorstep yeah and that was the best because i never had to store them and sure guess what you know i sure i lost so-and-so's first drawn comic book for marvel or dc yeah i lost that white whale eh, eh. come on what am i gonna <laughs> go get that slab guys guys come on. Uh, yeah it's tough man it's tough but that was the best and then the kid moved away but oh I, uh... man for a year and a half that was the best way to because i never had to worry about like oh my god i have to buy another long box Oh sure. my God, where am I going to store this? Oh my God. Yep. Ah, it was a weight off the shoulders, buddy. Yep. No, I, I get it. And I've done it. I donated a bunch to uh, the library. I took a bunch to the comic shop. I was like, I don't want you to buy them. Just fucking take them. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. Like, 
there's uh, there is something nice like I I miss partially some of that right like just the the collecting aspect. Um, it would feel like Christmas. I'll say that if I get yeah. comic books delivered every month to my doorstep, that would feel like Christmas. That would be yeah fun. yeah. Uh, that leads us to uh, let's let's answer some listener questions. Oh, let's do it. We're gonna oh, start can the I, first can I put one. A yes. button, can I put a button on the Amazon Comixology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my buddy brought this up to me, and I didn't really notice it or think about it, but I was it was a WTF moment. Uh, Gundy threw out to me, "Do they expect on this new Amazon Comixology page?" Do they expect when I want to look at preview pages that I download the preview pages? Oh, yeah, I missed that part. There's no previews. Right. You have to download them? Excuse me? Even though you go to any other Amazon page, and what's right there with the product page? Three to five preview pages that you don't download anything. It's just right there. Bam. Is there? I don't get preview pages. What are you talking about? You look at a pair of pants or you look at a video game oh, and they well, show the front and the yeah. back of the video right. game. Then yes. like, yeah, for, those are all for products pages. for yeah. products. Yes. Not a single book has a preview page. They do. They don't. Not of the text. There's no reading preview page, but you see the front of the book and the back of the book. So, I mean, let me look right now, but every time I've done it, it has, the cover picture, which is great. That's fine. Here, uh, what's what's a book that I have here? Okay, here we go. Let's do this. Sefer Yetzira. I'm reading Kabbalah. It's great. Uh, all right, Sefer Yetzira. I click on it. It gives me the cover page, the cover image, which of course I need that. Whoa, why are you uh, why why are you going that way? All right, cover page, and then this dumbass second image that I get that has like. A dummy holding the book, so I know how big it is. <laughs> well, I just typed in on the. I just typed in an author of a book. Uh-huh, clicked uh-huh. on the first result of his book, and it's the front cover. And then the next preview image is the back cover. All right, here we go. This this should be a popular one. Neil Gaiman. It's an editor's pick. Norse mythology. I click on the picture. Nothing. Okay, great. Uh, let's do another one. What, what book is this? The Graveyard Book. Perfect. I click on it. Cover image. Okay. Second image is a preview of the first. Okay. Okay. So this one has like inside text. All I'm right, just saying I'm... it's already set up. Even if you click on like jeans or shoes, they show the front of the jeans, the back of the jeans, and like one other. Like that, that functionality is already there. And on Comixology, they already have, it's just three different files. Yes. Somebody couldn't draw the line, architect the line of like, take these three preview pages, these three files that are preview files, put them in preview box ABC. Yes. Like, it's right there. You already have the functionality. Sure. Can you, will it expand big enough for you to read the bubbles? Probably not, but at least you could see the artwork and the layout, the page layout from it. Yeah, sure, but it's not there now, and and yeah, comics I, are I, a, a visual medium, so you have to have that. And do I want to download that? No. Yeah, I, I don't. Hailed. I don't. No, don't want to download it. Um, but you got to have it. Like 
if a, a book that you have no idea what it is, right? So like yes. today. All right. So today Valiant announced three new comics. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about this because I'm very excited. Okay. So they announced Book of Shadows, Bloodshot Unleashed, and the new Exo Man of War book. Uh-huh. Um, which I texted uh, Greg and I was like, you need to send me that cover for my birthday. Thanks. Um, yeah, so man, <laughs> that is cover. a sweet. Yeah, that is a sweet cover. Yeah, it's fucking badass. Yeah. All right. Anyways, and so, I like the bloodshot. Well, yeah, it's John Davis Hunt. Of course, of course. But uh, anyway, so so they announced these books today. Um, I mean, I like the EXO team. I know, right? Like, I know Becky. I know Michael Conrad. I know Liam Sharp. Right. So I know like what to expect, kind of. Right. But it's a. I've never read this book. I want to see what it looks like inside. Right. I mean. I would love it if every page looked like this cover, uh, but I know it's not going to. So what does the inside look like, right? Yeah. Uh, Bloodshot, like, not so much. Like, I know what John Davis Hunt art looks like, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't need to look it up. But, like, what about this book of shadows? I know Cullen Bunn. I love Cullen Bunn. I'm going to read this book. Yeah. But who's, who's Ricardo Latina? I don't know this guy. You know what I mean? And I can't right. judge the art by the cover because it's probably not him doing the cover. So I want to see a preview of this book before I buy it. I mean, I don't. I'm going to buy it anyway. But let's pretend. You know what I mean? Well, it's the major I need pet those peeve. previews. It's a major pet peeve of, like, getting a Bilson Kevich to do your cover in the 90s. And then you open up the interiors and it's like, wah, wah, wee, wah, what happened? Mm, yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of which, I was uh, I was browsing uh, the interwebs tonight. And I was like, uh, I want to buy, like, something, like, cool. Yeah. So I was like. Let me see if I can find like an original Moon Knight page, right? Ooh. So I so I go on like various auction websites, nice. and uh, and I found some Bilson Kevich Moon Knight pages for sale. Oh, like the cheapest one was like eight grand. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. One day, mark my words. Anyways, questions. We're gonna kick off with uh, I don't know this person I never heard of. Uh, at Geekvine, never heard of him. Uh, he has a question. Good guy. How will Martin's wife feel about him filling up the dinner table with comics again? <laughs> to which, of course, at LaBarb replied, oh, please, let me guess. <laughs> Best answer ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I loved the, um, I, I was, li- I was, listening to one of the geek brunches and i love that there was some response that mike was talking about comic books on the table and his like under the breath response was she doesn't even understand <laughs> they're, they're just sitting on the table she doesn't even them, but she picks them up and throws them <laughs> <laughs> oh lord anyways my wife will not be thrilled about this no, no. Um, oh. so we we need to do some strategic planning here <laughs> i need expect to have her i expect her to fill up your side of the bed with comic books yeah uh before the dinner table gets full Ah, yes. That's what i would expect and then you're like baby where where am i supposed to sleep well i don't care you sleep you see betty white over there yeah that's right Snuggle up next to Betty White. Uh, you know, there's actually, there's room under the bed now. Uh Oh? Yeah, so, uh, so when Betty got hurt a couple weeks ago, uh, they took her to the vet and they, they put a cone on her. And so my wife, uh, loves her Betty White so much that she bought bed risers because Betty loves to go under the bed and sleep there. Uh, 
Yeah. And she couldn't do it with the cone. So our bed is like 10 feet up in the air right now. Oh my God. You're on stilts. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like you're living in rice paddy. I have to like jump up on the bed to go to sleep. Uh, but you know what that means? Now there's room under the bed for Seems comic like a boxes. Perfect spot for the <laughs> <lung> boxes. <laughs> Honey, these are just for safety. What if these supports gave way? Then, That's right. You know, I'll something down here just in case. That's right. I had a great question from uh, at Benny underscore Decker. Fantastic question. What is the longest amount of time you have owned a comic slash trade slash omnibus slash series without actually reading it? Why haven't you read it? Uh, I bought Why the Last Man about four years ago, but it sits on my shelf unread. I was going to read it before the show came out, but didn't. I'll let you start here. Mr. 2200 unread comic. director can't hear that <laughs> she, she's asleep it's fine or, or she'd be like why'd you buy 30 more comics you have 2,000 you can read Shh, sh, sh, sh. Um, I will say to Ben um, why the last man uh, don't leave that up on your shelf grab that out It's if the question was what's the one series that made you cry the most it would be why the last man oh wow oh yeah that that was a – it was like watching an episode of 30-something. Like at the end mm. of 30-something, you know you're being manipulated into like a good cry, a bad cry, a soppy cry, whatever. But you're going to cry at the end, mother effer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly why The Last Man. Like the buttons that, that he was putting on that series almost – it wasn't even after every arc. It was almost like every other issue was like, are you kidding me? I, I – I feel a tear. What the heck? Mm. So highly recommend. I think it definitely lives up to the hype. That's for sure. Um, for I, me, I agree. For me, the wow, and that even comes from a non-fan. Way to go, Martin. What do you mean? I like it. You don't like Saga. I, you don't, you don't I like don't, authors look, specifically. Listen, I don't know if you noticed mm. in our 50 years of doing this podcast. Mm, mm. Okay, I play a character on the show. <laughs> okay. I don't hate Saga. Oh, I thought you were talking about you being a fancy lad. Oh, that's also not true. Uh, I don't hate Saga. It's just, it's not my favorite. Like, I see why people like it. Yeah. Um, But it, it doesn't blow my mind. That's all. Well, I'm glad we can connect on Why the Last Man. Yes, Very, for it, sure. It's a special series, for sure. Yes. Highly recommend. Yes. Uh, but for me, I'm going to go back to, do you want to know why I started to read um, Trades? And then, in turn, digital comic books. Mm. That would be Grant Morrison's Invisibles. Ah, so good. It was a comic book that took a lot to read. Um, I couldn't keep track of each individual issue when I was reading it issue by issue. So I would let it stack up to read arc by arc. Mm. Because I just couldn't keep the story the pacing and the story together in my head for yeah. 30 days for the next floppy. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and as you all know, invisibles, it takes a little bit. It's not your average bear. Yeah. You're thinking a little bit with that comic book. Yep. And sometimes you're not in that mood. Sometimes you just want the capes and cowls beat them up. Bit bamboo. So all of a sudden I looked in my little storage area because I have this rectangular 
um, case that my grandfather made that I inherited. And that's where I kept all of my unread comic books before putting them over into the long boxes, which were the red comic books. Uh huh. So that's sort of the landing. That's the landing area. And then it goes over to the red area. All of a sudden, and in this little like storage area, it has three shelves and you can't, the shelves aren't tall enough that you're putting the comic books up vertically. They have to be stored in stack in two horizontal stacks. Yeah. In on this three shelves. All of a sudden I realized I pulled out one stack, which was probably a hundred, 200 comic books pulled out this stack. And I realized there's Grant Morrison's Invisibles. Let me put the next one that just came out on top of this. Wait, I have a couple issues. Wait, I have 12 issues. Wait, I have 22 issues that I'm behind. What am, I, what am I doing? Why am I buying these? <laughs> At this point, there were three trades out. And I could have just waited for the trade. And that's really... that put me in the mindset of like obviously it's not that I don't love Invisibles because I absolutely do I've reread it many times but it's one of those I'm a lot more of a mood reader I'm not one of those people that are chasing to be the first person to read it on the block so why not go to trades and that mm. then that led me down to well, I don't want to store my little my grandfather's storage case that became completely full. Then I started to stack comics on top of the storage case all the way up in my closet, all the way up to not where the clothes hit, but all the way up to the bar that the clo- that the hangers hang on. Yep. And that was the point where I was like, I just need to switch to trades. <laughs> I need to switch to digital. What am I doing? This is crazy. So yep. that, I mean, in a roundabout way, that... in. Grant Morrison's Invisibles was the thing that pushed me towards trades. So, so I'll share this whenever this happens. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure you know. I'm now a published editor. Uh, but anyways, so I was talking to um, my buddy that wrote the book that I edited uh, on my other podcast, um, and he's he's starting up a podcast soon. Nice. Uh, Black Hoodie Alchemy, I think he's calling it. Um, and, uh, and we, I'm going to get on there because we were, we started talking comic books on this philosophy podcast. Um, and, uh, for his show, uh, we might be, uh, doing a series here on, uh, on Grant Morrison featuring yours truly. I will have to subscribe and listen. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Uh, we're going to do, uh, Morrison and and Alan Moore. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <clears throat> I want to do a deep dive. Have you ever read Jerusalem? No, I have not. Oh, jeez. All right. It might take you like three years to read it. Um, but it's quite good. It's a novel. Yeah. But, uh, it's very good. Jerusalem by Alan Moore. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, as I've mentioned many times on the podcast, I have, um, I think it's 18 boxes of stuff in my garage. Um, that I purchased and haven't even opened the boxes. Uh, I, so know it's you, mo- I know you still have C2E2 year one items that are in a box that you have. Yes. Matter of fact, I do. Into. Not only that, 
I have a piece of, I, I commissioned this artist, um, at, at a local convention. God, I want to say five or six years ago, uh, to do an, an, uh, an Exo Mana War piece for me. Oh. Um, and it is still in the tube <laughs> on the bench in my garage. Oh, Never opened. No. Yeah. Um, because I commissioned it there and he was so busy that he didn't get a chance to finish it. So he's like, I'll just, I'll mail it to you. I was like, cool. Um, so he mailed it to me and it's, uh, still in its original mailing <laughs> container. Um, I'm going to tell you, I, I have no idea what is in these boxes. Wow. And that is no joke. Um, it could be all sorts of surprises. <laughs> could it even be like when you used to do DCBS? No, 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 no. Like you just lost a month's worth of comic books? No, 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 no. There, there are, I don't, all right, there are for sure no DCBS boxes. Okay, okay. Okay. So are they all like con boxes? Um, there are no con boxes. These are all things that I purchased online from somewhere. Um, so mostly like eBay or like trades from Amazon or something like that. Oh, so it could be like an entire run of like Doom Patrol that you got. It, off it of could eBay, be. That it could be. Yeah. Uh, so, so there are a couple of boxes that I know what's in them, but the rest I have no idea. Um, so in a couple of these boxes is an entire Sandman run. Oh my God. That I bought, I don't know, three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, is that just because you've never read the series or you wanted the floppies? I, I haven't read the full series. Ah. I've read bits and pieces of it, uh, but I never read the full series. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've read enough that like I know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a lot of the earlier issues I had never read. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I have, uh, there's, there's a couple boxes with a full run of Sandman. Uh, I don't even know how much I paid for it. I'm sure there's a receipt in the box. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's been there for a couple of years. So I know that's in there for sure. There's no DCBS boxes. Um, I don't think there's any graded books in any of these boxes. <laughs> I don't think, cause I don't usually buy graded books, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I would say, I would say maybe like at, at least 10 of these boxes are trades for sure. How many boxes uh, would you guess is in that garage? I mean, 18 to 20 for sure. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, so there's probably like, I would say 40 or 50 trades at least. Wow. Uh, um, and I mean, at least a couple hundred comics. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, ben, your question hit very close to home for both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so we, I had to answer this question, okay? Because mm. it was a good one. Oh my god! Uh, all right, from Kurt. So I, you know what I want to ask? Yeah, I'd love for you to go like open up three of those boxes, not the top three because those are probably the most recent. Yeah, but like somewhere in the middle, I'd love for you to open up two or three of those boxes just to see. Could you even remember, like, oh, yeah, Nick and I were talking about Miracle Man, and I went on and bought an entire run. Or would you just open it up and be like, Fighting Patriot, why the hell do I have this now? Not that Mm. it isn't cool, but, like, why did I order that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That would be the trip down memory lane I would like to see. 
Yeah. Now, I, I guarantee you there's at least a few boxes out there that are stuff that I bought on the show. Yeah, <laughs> gar- God guaranteed. forbid you were, like, drinking gin and tonics at the time. Yeah, yeah. You're like, why did I buy that again? Hold on. It's very possible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. From Kirk. Does anyone believe Mike will actually retire from comics? No. All right. That's that's an easy one. Yeah. That's an easy one. Uh, it's like I, when he said, "I retire." Like, what do you what do you think that means? Because I don't think he'll ever oh, give up yeah. reading comic books. But does he mean retire from saving the comic book industry? Right. So, all right. So I don't know exactly how many book books Mike gets every month. Okay. Uh, with that said, I have seen Mike's comic book bill, so I could do some basic math and figure out roughly how many comics he buys in a month. Yeah, and that's DCBS, so that's 50% off as well. Right. So so I can do some rough math. Um, I'm not going to call Mike out because it's not my place, but it's no. definitely more than one book a month and, and less than a thousand. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Um, now, you you and I have known Mike for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mike has many a time uh, done what we have deemed, uh, dubbed the purge. Yes. Where he uh, he cuts down. Yep. Uh, but then the next month he's back to normal. Yeah. Most right. recently, it was the uh, cover variations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so my assumption is. Mike retiring from comics would mean like, mm, mm, that's tough. I would say like a 50% fifty percent uh, decrease. What do you think? Does that sound like a, I mean, I don't know like how, how many books you think Mike reads or buys rather, because I'm not sure he has time to read all these books. Uh, but, but I would think retiring from Mike would mean a 50% reduction. And I think a fifty percent reduction is probably still more than most people buy in a month. Uh, I would say without a doubt. I would think fifty percent is being pretty generous. Oh, you think more? I think you'd have to reduce it more. But what but would I be your number? I would think you would have to reduce it to seventy percent, and only but, in taking thirty. The problem with this, I, mm. I think that logically would work because I yeah. know he wants to retire early. Yes. But also when you retire, I don't I also don't see Mike not working somewhere. Ah, yes. Just to get a little, you know, a little money. Yeah, just maybe. to wet just to wet the beak and and you know to be out there and be active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he'd be active. He he he'd be like cataloging all his comics. And that that would be the ideal retirement. That it's all based around reading and cataloging and like boxing. That would be ideal for me as well. I would love it too. Um, but I just don't, I see him being a lot more active. Um, but I will give him credit. Like he doesn't buy as many statues and toys and stuff like that. So he's curtailed all True. that down. True. Yes. The hard part for me, for him, I would think would be the dialogue in his head that I already subscribed to DC or Marvel unlimited so do I really need the Marvel Unlimited? Do I really need, like, it's the double dipping and triple dipping. Like, you'd have to mm. sell yourself on that. Like, I understand a brand new conversation would be, um, and I don't think this would ever happen, him curtailing buying every DC comic book. Right. But if he could 
have it leaked. Like, I don't even see that happening. And that's fine. And I'm not even saying he should do that. I'm just saying it's the double and triple dipping. If he could have that conversation with himself, I think he could get to 70, 75%. Because even at 50% off, those epics and omnibuses, those are expensive. Yeah. So if you could just get yourself around that and have, and I know that's a gigantic conversation, but at the end of the day, if you could try to convince yourself or compartmentalize it well enough to get rid of that, you might be able to get, because then I'm thinking if he hit like 75, would he really have to work? Would he really have, like, I know he's good at managing his money and, you know, both of them, thank God, are bringing in some decent money. Mm -hmm. But we're talking you want to retire but you also have to sock away enough money for the what ifs you know medically Mm. and stuff like that like there's going to be some what ifs yeah uh well i mean you know every publisher is publishing less now true so so he can cut 75 percent and still get all the dc books and probably more but that's what i'm saying i I think the i think the the converse the mental conversation is going to be the double and triple dipping. Like that's well, the point, at least for me, I would have to have like, I'm already committed to all DC comic books, but am I still committed to such and such omnibus? Do, am I still committed to buying that in trade? Sure. I get that. I have the first 10 trades in that series, but at some point it's like, well, if I didn't get volume 11 now, if you, if you did that break now, can I go when volume 12 comes out? Is that easier for me to be like, I don't volume 12 because I don't have volume 11. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At some point, you're going to have to make that decision of like what what needs to be scaled back. Because he did great with, I mean, I never hear him talking about toys or statues. Like, bravo. Yeah. To, like, that's a big thing to give up. I mean, I have just like a couple inexpensive statues and oh my God, I want so many more. I think the real question is... How many dining room tables will Barb let him buy to store his comics? That's a good idea. You see what I mean? Yeah, that's a good idea. That's how he can figure it out. I just want to go in the spare bedroom and just smell the wonderful old (laughs) comic book smell. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, So from Mike, number one. Ooh, it's a multi-part question. Oh, no. Number one, do you want to retire? Number two, at what age do you want to retire? Number three, at what age are you planning to retire? And number four, at what age will you realistically retire? Sounds like Mike is ready to retire. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like somebody has something on his brain. (laughs) It's so good. Um, I'll I'll, I'll go with this one. Uh, So do you want to retire? Of course. I want to retire like right now. Okay. At what age do you want to retire? 40. Okay. Uh, at what age are you planning to retire? Um, I don't know what I do at home. You know what I mean? Like, what would I do? What do, what do people that retire do? Um, so I would just retire at like retirement age. What is that? 67 now, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I would just retire then. Uh, and what age will you realistically retire? I mean, from, from my professional career, like, you know, in my sixties. Um, can I do it? I think so. Um, well, ask me in 20 years. I don't know. <laughs> you know, 
the world might blow up by then. Who fucking knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, realistically, I don't see why I couldn't retire. Uh, hopefully in my early sixties. Uh, but I, I'd probably, I still get a job, man. I'd go like work at the comic shop or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think that that would be my short answer. Like, I don't my, see myself. I see myself retiring from my career, but mm-hmm. I don't see myself not having a job. Yeah, no, exactly. Like Even my dad if I'm retired. A at Walmart, like I would yeah. want to get out a little bit. There you go. See, my dad's retired, but he got a part-time job at Walmart. Yeah, I I think I just I would want. And I'm not saying that I would be doing, I'd be working that part-time job like 350 days out of the year. Hell no. Like if I want to take a month vacation, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, agreed. All right, let's go to, uh, oh, rapid fire. All right, let's do rapid fire. Okay, all right. Ronnie Barron, top five video games of all time. That's quite a question. That is quite a question. Top five video games of all time. All right, number one, Final Fantasy VII. Number two, uh, Halo 3. Number three, uh, oh, see, now it gets tougher. Um, number three is gonna be Duck Hunt. Oh. Uh, number four is gonna be, uh, 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 Crazy Taxi. Wow. And number five is gonna be Marvel vs. Capcom. Dang. Yep. What you got? Uh, mine would be Last of Us. Ooh, good one. Uh, Ratchet and Clank 3. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Dance Central. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Such a great, such a great soundtrack. And my wife and I would always be, uh, doing that together. So that has a soft spot in my heart. Um, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, so good. Yeah. Is that four? Yes. And, uh, XCOM. Really? Oh yeah! Wow, that, that XCOM revamp—that was so good. No, kidding. and I'm not even a strategy guy, but it just—it tickled the pickle. Uh uh uh. All right, good list, good list. Also from Ronnie, which console would you buy? New Xbox or PS5? No PC gaming here. Shame on oh. you, Ronnie Baron. No Master Race. What pros and cons of both consoles? Um, well, you know, if I couldn't do PC gaming. Um, you know, Mike and Rob were arguing about best controllers the other day. I gave him the correct answer. Ooh. The correct answer is that the best controller goes clickety clack. That's true. That's right. It's very um, true. Xbox or PS5. That's really, that's tough. Uh, I think the correct answer is Sega Saturn. Um, but I guess they don't make those anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really keep track anymore. Um, but I guess like a PS5? I think a PS5, right? Uh, that's your answer, not mine. All right. So you would choose Xbox over a PS5? I would choose Xbox 360, but that's not something Ooh, I can choose. One. Yep, uh, that's a good one. Not the big controller, the slim yeah. Xbox controller. That was yeah. the sweet one. Um, but out of his two choices, honestly, if I had the disposable income, it would be either. Mm. Because right now you can't get either. Ah, yes. Because of all the shortages. If they were both being put in front of me and I was at the old Game Stopper and both of them were being put out, which one would I lean towards? I think I would lean towards uh, Xbox because I've heard so much about that Game Pass. 
And yeah. I know it's expensive, but I want to hop on and off games. And just like my comic book reading, I want to read everything and digest it. Games, I would be the same exact way. I want to play as many games as possible. Do I want to put 40 hours into each game? No, I want to jump in, test the water. If it's great, I'll I'll go on with it. And if it isn't, then I'll move on. Mm. And Game Pass seems like that it has great value. Yeah. Because honestly, if I look at my gaming purchases, I'm buying physical games. I might be buying, in a good year, four games. Yep. Non, non-sale, just like your PC Master Race. Buying sale games, give me a break. That's that's an intense <laughs> buy. I'm talking buying a game day one. You gotta have it. It might be four games, and Sony has Insomniac, Ratchet and Clank. They also have um, the Uncharted series. Uh, that developer, they, and they have a few other developers. But overall, the games that overlap, especially with now Microsoft doing a big push about c- cross-platform. So I can yeah. play with my uh, Sony friends. It seems like a great way to lean. And to be honest with you, ever since the Xbox, Xbox 360, I skipped Xbox One. Um, but I always thought they had their stuff together when it came to online gaming with friends mm. and hooking. And that's still very important to me. I would miss playing games with my friends. But I think this is the generation And I think I know why Ronnie asked the question. This is the generation that, honestly, I would buy one system if I had the money. I would buy either system right now, but also knowing in six months or a year, I'm going to be buying the other system. I think I want both. Uh, In this generation, I think I want both. Cheater. Cheater. Just because a lot of my friends are on Sony. If I was on Xbox, I would be sort of on, on an island other than the Tom Clancy games that are cross-platform or the Call of Duties or the Maddens that are cross-platform that now I can play with my Sony buddies. I mean, I would say the PS5 just because of that sweet controller. Yeah, it's a good controller. That's a pretty sweet controller. It is a good controller. All right. From Kirk at Big Five Army. Ah. Favorite place to buy comics as a kid. That's easy for me. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so I've talked many a time about the little Korean bodega <laughs> that uh, launched this whole debacle of of a hobby. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> uh, that, I think that's still my favorite place, um, just because it was fun. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, my my see, I have two short answers for that because he said where's your favorite not where's your first my first place was fort wayne indiana belmont uh, pharmacy had three spinner racks and at the top and the bottom of each spinner rack they would have the three pack of comic books Mm -hmm. that every kid had to try to open up not physically open up because that's against the law as you know i'm a good boy of course but you would peel it back just so you could see the middle comic book. Oh, that looks like a Captain America one. All right, I'll buy these three. <laughs> yep. so that absolutely was that that started me down this horrible addiction habit uh, that I have to this day. But my favorite spot, I remember going to a few cons. Um, 
very, very young, my dad would have to drive me, going to some hotel cons. And then on our way back, we would always go to um, this western suburb that had a comic book store because it was the only one and it was so not so far away, but it was like, you know, 30 minutes away. And my parents never went to that burb ever. So that was the only time I could be like, could we just go in there? So to go into a comic book store, oh my God, that was like Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, a year later, right around the time, actually not even a year later, probably like three years later, all of a sudden, right when I got my driver's license, downtown Naperville had a Graham Cracker Comics being put in that was behind the bowling alley that I would, as a high schooler, they would take us bowling and park behind the bowling alley. And then all of a sudden I saw Graham Cracker comic book sign in that window, <laughs> like it's coming soon. And I was like, are you kidding me? So freshman year, from freshman year on, I had Graham Cracker comic books maybe two miles away from the house. And I worked right down the street. My first job was at Burger King. So I could go there, work, and then on my way home, swing in, swing into Graham Crackers. Oh, the luxury. Nice. The luxury. Nice. Uh, all right, so that's favorite. First place you ordered comics from. Oh, that's easy. Bonus points if it involved mailing a check or money order rather than online. <laughs> yes. Well, I got bonus uh, points then. Yeah, that's easy for me. Marvel Comics. Amen. Yep. When were yours, when you were, because mine was subscription. I'm guessing yours was uh, subscription as well. Yes. Um, Was it the brown wrapping, the brown grocery bag? Yep. It was the best. The best. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then you could, and I was so young when I was getting them. This was this was right around the time that I started to go to hotel cons. I realized, oh, my God, there's comic book conventions just by going through my comic books. Um, and I never ordered from Mile High. Oh, I, I definitely ordered from the, like, X-Ray Specs, that ad. I would order stuff like that. X-Ray mm-hmm. Specs, 1,000 Magnets, that type of thing. But I loved with the brown paper that you would see your name because – as a kid, you rarely <laughs> got mail delivered for you. That's right. But I loved seeing up above your name, like the return address. It would <laughs> say MVLTM84. And I'd be like, Marvel Team of 84, hell yeah! And then you opened it up, and I never like ripped it open because I used that as a Mylar bag. Yeah, yeah. And, and you just lift it up and you see that cover and you've never seen that cover on any spinner rack at the grocery store. Oh, it it was Christmas every month. And yep. that I got from my grandmother got me when Marvel was doing the like buy three at this price, buy four at this. Yes. So for Christmas, that's all I wanted. I didn't want socks <laughs> or underwear. Get me Amazing Spider-Man, Marvel team up. Fantastic Four and Avengers, because you know I love the team books. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, to have all four of those, dude! And some weeks you got two. Are you kidding yep. me? I just got two. <laughs> uh-uh. Yep. Good old days. Oh my god, that was the best. And honestly, I didn't even care if they were ripped up, bent up, didn't matter. And to be honest with you, if I could do that today, I think I would do that. That would be the one way to get like floppies in my house. 
is if I could get them through the, not a box. I don't want DCBS. I want the individual comic books sent to me. So one day I could get three. (laughs) One day I could get one. I don't know. I loved it. And then I got, um, I did the same thing with DC and those were all Batman books. Yeah. And I know we've talked about that. Like, did you ever get DC? Uh, no, not subscription, no. Okay, because DC subscription was in plastic. Oh, fancy. And they would put white pieces of paper on both sides so you couldn't see the cover. Yeah. With, like, their little tag, your, your like, address on it. So then you would cut the top of the plastic bag and pull it out just like Marvel. But it wasn't as exciting because you couldn't, like... It just, I don't, for whatever reason, the the brown paper was so much more exciting. But yeah. that was that was the point, because I was getting the Kelly Jones run in my subscription. That was whatever year that was. That's when I was getting those. So to get a Kelly Jones, so I was getting like Batman Detective, good God, Teen Titans maybe? Mm. I don't recall the third, but I was getting three. And to get Kelly Jones every month? Oh my God. But that also sent me down the road since we didn't have a comic book store. This was when they started to do like major crossovers in all the bat books. And since I wasn't getting all the bat books, I was getting two. It'd be like, Oh, this month part two of such and such. And then you get the next, the other title and it would be part five. Right. Oh man, come on. Yep, 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 yep. And that totally discouraged me from the bat books at that point. Yeah, but everybody was doing that then. I know, but I didn't have a store to go to to get them. Yeah. There was big, huge holes in it. Yeah. Mm. See, bring back those days. Hell yeah. Uh, Wings, breaded or unbreaded? Breaded. That's easy for me. Breaded, yeah. Hell yeah. Unless if it's boneless, breaded. Uh, if it's bone in, that's a little tougher. I, I would uh, say the question would be really hard if he said bone, bone in or boneless. That's oh. the, that's the one that's tough. Now, unbreaded wings, if you're going to throw in like, you're going to sauce those yourself, or is there a dry rub on it? I might uh, go, I might go unbreaded because of the dry rub. Dry rub's nice. Interesting. Interesting. I think boneless breaded bone in unbreaded Mm -hmm. i can roll with that all right final question from comics fred fred wants to know if you were on death row man so so uh yeah pessimistic so nihilistic first off what's putting us on death row yeah why are we on death row that should be the question are we in the same cell why are we on death row i don't know if you were on death row what would be the last album you'd listen to, oh. book you'd read, and what's your last meal? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah? Okay. Last album I would listen to, John Coltrane, A Love Supreme. Mm. The last book I would read, can I do a comic book? And if the answer is yes, I'll do yes. Starman Omnibus. Hell yeah. Because then I'm getting 50 comic books. Sure. I want I want as many as possible. <laughs> And last meal, and I, can I just, can I request the last meal be my mom? My mom's cooking? Yeah, it's your last meal, whatever you want. I would want my mom's meatloaf and mashed potatoes and gravy. That sounds good. Corn, and then she does a killer um, 
blondies. So I'd want that for dessert. And, uh, of course, an unsweetened uh, black iced tea. Unsweetened? Yeah. You animal. Yeah. Well, I gotta keep my, <laughs> I gotta keep my girlish figure, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm on death row. You're about to die. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't want my death pictures to be me all bloated. Come on now. All right. So my last meal. Yeah. Would be, it would be a freshly baked lasagna. Oh, that's a good one. Like that's really an, good. An entire lasagna. That's really good. Yeah. Damn. No frozen stuff. No. It has to be homemade. How many layers in that lasagna? Because, you know, I mean, usually you go to like four or five, but this is your last meal. You're it's your like, last meal. Are you doing like eight, ten? How big Ooh. is that thing going to get? Dang. That's a lot of eating, though. Yeah, but it's your I last mean, it, meal. it is your last meal. Yeah, that's true. You want to procrastinate uh, a little bit. You don't want to rush this. So, uh, man, that's tough. Oh, yeah, as, by the as way, as many uh, layers as possible for my meatloaf. Yeah, I gotta do biscuits. I gotta do. Ooh, that. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freshly baked biscuits. Yeah. Uh, so lasagna, or um, so when I was little and we lived overseas, mm-hmm. um, there was this pizza. It's called like horseback pizza. Hmm. Okay. Um, and it was like a Sicilian style pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's called horseback because on top of your slice of pizza, you put a slice of fina. And fina is kind of like, it's like pizza shaped, but it's made with like chickpeas. Oh. And it is a fantastic combination. Damn. So maybe I would, uh, I would throw some horseback pizza on top of my lasagna. Dang. Uh, uh, all right, so that would be my last meal. Last book I would read. Um, man, that's like the toughest one, man. Mm-hmm. Last book I would read. Um, if it was a comic book, the last book I would read would be, I gotta think about this. Mm-hmm. That's, that's too tough. I might need to come back to that one for the Ooh. next episode. But if it was a book, it would be one of my favorite books, which is, uh, V by Thomas Pynchon. Uh, that's an easy one for me. Uh, so that would be the book. And the last album I would listen to would be, uh, Tools Enema. Wow. Mm-hmm. You are going to be rocking it all the way to the electric chair. I mean, I need an album that'll last me through like eating this giant lasagna. So that's true. That rage you know is going to help you get through that lasagna. That's right. But, uh, yeah. If I had to pick a novel, I think I'd pick, uh, Cocksucker. By Charles Williford. I've never read that. It's a wonderful noir. Cocksucker. Yep. Who's it by? Charles Williford. The guy who wrote uh, Miami Blues. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's all about cockfighting in the, like, 50s. It's very short, but... Interesting. That's what I would want to read. I know I can reread that umpteen times and never get bored. I will put this on my reading list, sir. Yeah, it's, it's a quick one. Uh, but what about comics for you? Man, last comic. Cause that, this, that's a tough question. Cause that's I, like the toughest said, question. If you said like series, it'd be so much easier, but like. Yeah, is this a single issue? Is this a trade? But even if it's like an, if it's a Batman omnibus, mm. okay, well then what, what period are you picking? That's tough. 
That is tough. At least Starman, I can almost get all of the issues in an omnibus. Almost. Last com. I mean, yeah. I I think it would probably be a Grant Morrison book. It'd be, be my guess. Oh, nice. Um, I can't verify that for sure, but Sebastian O. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it wouldn't even be like Grant Morrison Batman. It would be, hmm, what would it be? What about like, uh, no, I don't know if I would read Multiversity as my last book. Ooh, no, no, no. Um, I don't know, man. That's tough. I'm gonna have to think about that for real. Oh, come on. Seriously. A gun to your head, you can't choose. I mean, no, friends, there's so many. Friends wait, man. You all uh, saw this question a couple days ago. Come on. Did I? How <laughs> dare you? Um, Oh man. It would be invisibles for you. I mean, that'd be a contender for sure. Um, I don't know if it, would that you wouldn't be get, it? you wouldn't get bored. You think that'd be it? I mean, if I had to choose a series, I think I would choose, if I couldn't choose Starman, maybe planetary. Cause at Ooh. least it's a little different. So yeah. Different or authority. Arcs, yeah. Different arcs would suit my moods. Yeah. Um, look, uh, Fred, I'm gonna disappoint you. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna choose Invisibles, and this is why. Okay, because I'm about to die on death row. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. so maybe if I have like tools enema on on loop, uh-huh. and I'm reading the Invisibles, uh-huh. somehow I'll transcend physical reality. You see what I mean? It'd yeah, be like, King, uh, King, you never know. King Mob might break you out. You don't. That's know. what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't know. Oh man, that's really tough. Now I feel yeah. like, but I, now I feel like before the next time we record, I need to read everything that Grant Morrison has ever written. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could easily say Animal Man. I could say Animal Man, but I think I like the journey of Invisibles a little bit more. And I, I just recently reread both of the series. Oh, have you? I haven't read Animal Man in a while. Yeah, and there's some there's some clunkers in that Animal Man run. Mm. Just like Invis- the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, I, I reread that as well last year. There's a couple clunkers in that thing. Mm. And I don't know if there's clunkers in Invisibles. No, there are no clunkers in Invisibles. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. What would be, you know what? What was that Alan Moore book that took me forever to read? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No, 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 no. Oh, God. Hang on. Now I gotta look it up. From Hell? No, it wasn't from Hell. Uh, how do I? Oh, here we go. Promethea. Oh, that was a good one. That took me like two years to read. Jace Williams. Yep. Yeah. I would, I might read that actually as my last book. That's a good one. It would put off my execution for several years. <laughs> <laughs> or you could read the annotated uh, From Hell. No, no, no. That thing's like, what, 900 pages? No, oh my God. no. Don't Ooh, be ridiculous. Lord. Ooh, Lordy. Ooh, Lordy. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Uh, Prometheus. That's really good. That's a extremely underrated book. I, I think those are America's Best. I think a lot of those are underrated. Oh, yeah. America's Best is great, too, yeah. Yeah, where are those uh, issues? DC, get on. Ne- never, Shirks. never, Shirks. never. 
Was that it? Is that the final question? I think I thought there, I thought there was more, but you know, it's hard to keep up with all these comments. I know it was a wildfire. It was a wildfire. And I love getting the questions. Thank you, everyone, for submitting. And if we yes. didn't get to your question, it isn't that we didn't love it. It's just it got lost in the shuffle. It's because we lied at the beginning of this episode, and we did not have a docket, nor did we create a Google Doc. What? Don't, don't yep. reveal the curtain. Come on. And also, Nick gave me homework, and it was terrible. We're no <gasps> longer friends. <laughs> what was the homework? I had to put all these questions together. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you watched the Juice World documentary and you didn't like it. I did. I watched it. I liked it. I thought we talked about it. Uh, I don't know. I know I recommended it to you. That's why I was worried that that was the homework. Oh, no, it was great. I really enjoyed it, actually. I, I've i never seen freestyle rap like that. Yeah. that I mean, I've seen freestyle rap, but to see somebody doing it so often was insane. Insane. Yeah, like constantly. Golly. But then yeah. you also just sort of wanted to hold him and protect him. Like, yeah, he just couldn't handle it. Yeah. Really sad. Really sad. Very sad. But very good. If you haven't watched it, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Highly recommend. Juice World. I, uh, I told Zoe we should watch it together. Oh, does she like him? Yeah. She, yeah. 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 It, except I will say it's pretty. No holds barred. You see, you see the stuff he was into, and he has no problem with showing it on camera. Yep, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. There's a I can't remember what song. Oh, I think it's uh no, I forgot the title of the song. There's a line that we always joke around with with Zoe. Like <laughs> we like to blast music as we're driving, mm-hmm. uh, especially like as we drive through town. Sure, uh, we blast music and roll the windows down. And uh, there's a song where he's like, um, he, what's he say? Oh, he's like, rich, rich people over here, broke people over there. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you here? Go over there. For some reason, I just love that line. I don't even know why. Oh, um, so yeah, we love blasting it. For some reason, she's been into like this Soldier Boy like <laughs> mood lately. What? Yeah. Like the Superman song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not the Superman song. Uh, she like likes that yacht. No, no, it's older. Oh, she likes that Ya song. So, okay. like, when there's traffic, we'll put it on. Um, cause like, Ya, bitch, Ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyways. And you're like, that's my girl. She's putting it on. Yeah. Yeah, we jam out. I'm telling you. Hell yeah. We, we jam out. We're dancing in the car. Oh, it's yeah. Great. That's it's great. So good. All right, let's wrap this show up. Sure. Uh, damn, what is this fucking nerd geek brunch? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we had our own little previews discussion. Woo. Oh. Yeah. What's up now? I think this episode is longer than their last episode. You're slacking, Mike. Shame on you. See, he's so focused on retirement. His podcasts are getting shorter. <laughs> Shameful. Where's my phone? I don't even have my phone, so I can't check how long that episode was. You gotta be in the game to play the game. Well, tell for your crown, Myers. That's right. Let's see. Geek Brunch Podcast. I want to see how long their last episode was. Oh, was that the one that he titled Short Episode and it was five and a half hours? (laughs) No, no, no. It's titled, um, oh, crap. Antarctic Press is the last episode. Let's see here. 
Three hours and 44 minutes. All right, we didn't make it. <laughs> no, we never do. Are you kidding me? That's a very short episode. Three hours and 44 minutes. I know. I think Bill forgot to eat his Wheaties that day. Did they run out of 8-track tapes to record it onto? I mean, how how much can you record in an 8-track? It's like 15 minutes, isn't it? No, it's like uh, 42 minutes. 42? That's very specific. What are you, Mr. Wikipedia over here? God dang. No, it's, it's the... God dang! <laughs> it's, the, it's the size of a... Uh, Record, a 33 to third record. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's so right. it's like 38 minutes, 42 minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. We don't have any of these CDs. And the greatest thing about 8-tracks, if you remember, you hit the skip track. It ain't starting it right at the beginning of the track. It's <laughs> up on the next song somewhere. I don't know. Are we a minute in? Is there 30 seconds left of the next song? I don't know. But we skipped that one. God. A-tracks. You know it was highly underrated and it was mini-discs. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think that was one of the only, like, emerging tech that I didn't buy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I was in, like, mini, remember mini-CD singles? They were, yeah. like, three inches big? Oh, yeah. Yep. You know I how sure many adapters do. I had for those? About 25. Did you? I never used an adapter for them. Oh, yeah. For what? sure. What? Yeah. Really? It went around the outside. It was about an inch thick. That you snap it into and then you put it into your player. Shut up. Yeah, because it was unstable if you didn't. I never had a problem. Just saying. Dang. Now I feel like I need to buy one and test it out. Did you forget that I worked at a record store for like 10 Uh, years? I do remember, yes. Whether or not that was the actual, like, fact. (laughs) Couldn't tell you. But that's the, like, record industry being like, oh, no, 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 no. You need those adapters. So my manager would be just like, yeah, take some adapters home. I don't care. Dang. So I was always snapping them in. Oh, yeah, I got R.E.M.'s uh, green single on that little mini disc that had, like, two songs to it gotta snap it in wow see i didn't like those because on the mini disc you could record yeah oh yeah on cds you couldn't record like on the computer you could but that's boring yeah uh but and then you couldn't record off the radio but see the mini disc you just plugged in your aux cord into the mini disc player and then into the radio and you hit record bam and you make a sweet mixtape and Hell then you yeah. go to give it to your girlfriend, and then she's like, I don't have a mini disc player. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Stupid. Yep. I remember my mini disc player, man. That shit was awesome. It was like a little silver brick. <laughs> God, I miss that thing. Mini disc is my favorite uh physical media of all time. Those were pretty cool. I think mine was my laser disc player. Oh my god, this is the one that I had! What? Sony MZ RH1 Mini Disc Recorder Player High MD Walkman MP3. Oh, Sony ran that game. Dang, I should have kept it. These things on eBay are a thousand dollars! I'm sure. Holy moly! I'm sure for the parts alone. Dang! Yeah, why do you think people still want, like, CRTVs? Yeah, I guess you're right. They want to play like Sega Saturn and like Sega Genesis on the TV that, you know, actually gives you the right inputs as well as the right color. Yeah. The yellow on our on our new TVs, that ain't the same yellow. You're never going to get the same, same yellow. No way. It's new fancy yellow. Yeah. We want that old yellow. Right. 
like when comics get old. Oh, man. <laughs> or you buy... Now, how many... Okay, how many of those comic books do you think you bought off those boxes? How many do you think you bought off of eBay? Oh, shit. Probably... Uh, no, never mind. I was going to say 75%, but that's probably not true. Okay. I'm pretty sure most of them are trades, so most of them probably came from Amazon. Gotcha. I mean, I could probably go look at the labels and see. <laughs> no. Well, I would love for you to open them up. Maybe next maybe next episode you bring in a box, open it up on Ooh, air. Ooh, there we go. That's what Rob wants. Rob wants me to do like a YouTube video and opening all these boxes. Oh, I would love it. I don't have time for YouTube. <laughs> the, kids, the kids love the, the uh, unboxing videos. Come on. Yeah, they like when you peel the plastic. Yeah, and then the next, then down the road we'll do makeup videos too, because those are hot. <laughs> what? Wait, can huh? we do makeup videos in a hot tub? Are those still oh, hot? Oh man, those are still hot. <laughs> I could send you links. Oh lord, <laughs> just don't send them to my work email. No. Uh, oh hey, I forgot to tell you, I have to check my email now. Why? Remember how like I I procrastinated for years about email because I think it's stupid. Yeah. So now they're uh, all members of management have to have Outlook on their phone. Oh no! So they're like giving us a phone stipend. <laughs> wow! So it's it's like we will pay fifty percent of your monthly phone bill. Just yeah. put on Outlook. Yep. But does that mean yep. you have to check Outlook, or can they just pay fifty percent of your phone? I mean, I don't even know if they're smart enough to track it. Outlook's on my phone. I just never open it up. Yeah. I see that red number going up, 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 up. No, but you know what? On the weekends, it's my favorite thing to do, though. Look at work emails? Yes, because Monday when I go in, there's like 3,000 emails in there. Ugh. So Sunday night, I'll open up Outlook. I'll refresh so I get all the new emails. Then I select all and delete and so Monday when I go in, I have no emails. Monday you have five emails. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, perfect. I love the Friday. When I leave on Friday, I love sending the coworkers and the bosses like, all right, uh, I hit my hours for the week. I, I got to go. You know, you're, you ain't paying me overtime, so I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want you to work it a minute over. So I send out that. And then instead of getting a response back of like, have a great weekend, man, 75% of the time is like, ooh, is there any way you could do X, Y, Z? And it's like, come on. You do like, I was did you not me. read my email? Yeah. Just tell me you have a good weekend. Come on now. <laughs> All right. I'll email you and tell you that, Nick. Oh, you're the best. Thanks. You know, I try. I try. All right. So uh, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to the one, the only the Nerd Legion Podcast with Nick Wetmore. You can find Nick on Twitter at Nick Wetmore. You can find me on Twitter at Kickvine. The show at Nerdy Legion. Uh, I don't even know what our email is because I never check it. So no. <laughs> don't ask. Uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions. Bye-bye.